Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show. Hope your insurance is paid up. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we do shots with the new cast of Celebrity Rehab. Then you decide which third world nation we attack next. The Ron and Fez Show. We'll take your soul now, thank you. Sirius 197, XM202, The Virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley. With you for the next four. Looking for your... Ichiban. 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 That's the big story of the day. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Pick up your telephone. Give us a call right here on the Ron and Fez Show. Hey, Kevin in Mississippi. Kevin, you're on the Ron and Fez Show. Uh, I've got the Ichiban boys. Then let me hit this. Wide receiver Keen McKinley for the uh, Denver Broncos. Died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound at age 23, and he's actually the third Bronco to die since 2007. Uh, my problem is, Kevin, I have him on my fantasy team, and uh, I got to tell you, a little disappointed. I put up the numbers you thought he would. No, uh, particularly the rest of the season. I'm thinking about putting him on waivers. If suicide's a stat, he may be up there for you. Fez death, never funny. I just uh, heard that just a few moments ago. I don't know why, though. I don't know why. Better flag that, Fez. Send it down. Make sure uh, Rob can keep an eye on it. To let you know, we get a little controversial. So suicide, is it a stat, Fez? No, not a fantasy football stat. In and out. Boom. Tagging back. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. So that's how you do an Ichiban. You just pick up the telephone and go like this. I have an Ichiban. I saw something in the news. Some Denver Bronco. Then I'll follow it up with he was the third. And I'll look better than all the other listeners. No, folks, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're listening, give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We'll put it up on the Ichiban. And Fez, you'll tag him back. Quick shot, back up in. Rolling it back, picking up a couple secs. Boom. 
on it today, folks. Uh, Kaylin, Kaylin, you're on the Ron Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. Braylon Edwards blew uh, twice the legal limit this morning. Uh, also, that Katie McKinley, that was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Apparently, he didn't understand the uh, shotgun formation is what I heard. Ouch, already. See, this is it. These are those kind of funeral jokes that you do just because we're all humans. Uh, that's all. We're all just uh, human beings. Shotgun formation. See where he went with that, Fez? Oh, yeah. Tied it in with what? A football play. Uh, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, Paul. That was a shocking one. Paul, what's your. What's your bond today? Hey, morning, guys. Hey, they caught some uh, terrorists planting a bomb outside of Wrigley Field. They caught his ass piece of shit. Somebody was trying to blow up Wrigley? Not blow up Wrigley, just right outside of Wrigley. This guy was trying to put a, uh, a paint can full of explosives inside a garbage can. They caught his ass. Now, was he a terrorist or just one of those drunk Northsiders? No, he could have been, could have been one of those, but his name was Samir, Samir Hassoum. Wow. I guess you can take it from there. So his point was just to blow up uh, something on the street? That's right. He's trying to kill people in a bar. Jesus Christ there, Amir Habib Abrup. There was also a Dave Matthews uh, concert going on, so maybe he had to ah. be All right, some of the anti-Matthews uh, things happen. What's wrong? Crash is a good song. I know that you're a big fan. Uh, I know that they when they covered the Talking Heads there at the beginning of football season, uh, you had to get out of Lazy Boy and start dancing with it. How's the, uh, how's the light kicks? Heard more today, actually. Maybe it's the weather. I don't know. But I'm getting around. What do you mean? Maybe it's the weather. It's a perfect day. I don't know. I thought weather affects your fucking busted up body I know. Parts. I know it does. But are you saying perfect weather is going to start and hurt your foot? Oh, well, maybe. It's a little chilly out. It's 73 degrees. 73 degrees. And that's everywhere in the country. When I say it, it's everywhere at the same time. Uh, let's go over here to, uh, Nate. Nate in D.C., what's your... Hey, Ronnie B., how you doing? I'm great, buddy. How about you? I'm doing all right. Got a little unfortunate Ichiban today. What's your Ichiban? Count Black gives Cat Marvel to cancer. She's not going to make it. I, I didn't understand what you slurred. I like to get fucked up as much as anybody. Uh, but we also, uh, missed it. All right, he had some, was it some kind of uh, thing that he had put in? No one else understood it? I didn't catch a word of that. Mm. But, but it sounded like a shot out or some shit. The guy sounded fucked up. All right, I got that, but why wouldn't he just take his time and put his shout out there properly? Why would he slur through it and then quick hang up? Nervous alcoholic? Um, you know, you're not calling your old fucking English teacher. I'll let you say stupid things during an Ichiban situation. I am not going to yell out, how dare you interrupt the class. Um, all right, that's nice out there. If you're in Florida in the panhandle, there's actually oil under the sand now. So if um, you're laying on the beach there, face up. Face up at all times. Um, let's go over to Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim has a... Uh, <laughs> 
Hey, Ron and Fez. This is a disturbing but true story I read a couple of weeks ago here. Mm-hmm. They have successfully transplanted laboratory-grown rabbit penises back onto rabbits, and they were able to reproduce. So I have the question, why somebody goes through all those years of college, get a uh, degree like that, then cut off rabbit penises and grow new rabbit penises in the laboratory and put them back on the rabbits? Well, because they want to lead to... Uh, the first cosmetic surgery that would kick ass for men, and that would be, I can get a, a huge hog. Uh, because for whatever reason, uh, there's a, a gigantic proportion of the uh, American population not satisfied with their penises. And you hear it from guys all the time. They don't like their dicks. And it's got to be a tough thing to deal with. Why not? People should love their cocks. You would think. Not other men's. You would think, um, but for some reason, there are a lot of people out there that just don't like their own dicks, and they wish they had better good dicks. You can get it by the the sense of how many people you you hear, guys, talking about other dicks. And I just don't want to throw it into Dave and Tommy Z, because there's a lot more of them where they're just constantly talking about other people's dicks. Now, if you said to a Tommy Z, uh, I can get you a great big giant hog, he'd probably go for it in a heartbeat. Whether it worked or not, he just wants something to swing around uh, the fucking street for himself. A big giant flaccid cock. Yes, just a big (laughs) fucking flaccid cock that he could occasionally hang out of his pants. He would be thrilled with it. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Zero Fez. Imagine how many gay jokes could have fit in there right now. No, no time for it. Joe, Joe in Philly, you're on Run Fez. Yo, boys, what's happening? Yeah. Um, I don't know how new this is or if you guys talked about it, but it's finally hitting the streets. New OxyContin available and old OxyContin no longer available. The new one is going to be, uh, uh, they call, they're calling it abuse proof. Well, uh, you're in Philly. I'm sure the people of Philadelphia are willing to take that challenge. So, it's, uh, if it's a true story, I've seen yeah. the new ones. I've had them. They, uh, they are not. You can't. You can't manipulate them. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have to take a look at that and see. But what always happens is when they end one drug and they're like, "Oh, thank God, we've gotten away from Quaalude." Here comes Ruhifenol. Oh, good. Let's push Ruhifenol away. Here comes Oxycontin. There will always be a new drug. Yeah, the new one's Roxaset. That's what people moved on to after. It's like the like souped-up Percocets that you know hit you faster than Oxycontin. The beauty of this country is every generation uh, gets their own rock and roll stars, and they get their own drug. I thought mine was going to be ecstasy, but I really burnt out. It turns out it's fucking pills. Yeah, uh, well, hallucinations, uh, any kind of hallucinogenic is always a short-term thrill. And it, and it always gets back to, I just want to sit on the couch. I don't want to fucking think. I don't want to come up with stuff. I just want to sit on the couch. So there is always going to be something uh, in the down or opiate world for people. But the uh, war on drugs, uh, we never stood a chance. Because you can't have a war on something that you're inviting into the house. 
You, you know, you just, it would almost be like the war on drugs. If you put it in terror, it would almost like every home would be a terror cell at some fucking point. They're in every uh, neighborhood. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Travis. Travis, you're in run a fez Hey, Ronnie B. I got an H.U. bond for you. Yeah. Um, Twitter was hacked this morning by some user who was just, I guess, trying to get himself on the trending topic. But if you saw a retweet from the guy, and these were retweets that were never done by the people, and you even moused over the link, he would get access to your account and start retweeting himself. Um, what he ought to do, and this would be the greatest hit, uh, Twitter hack of all time, is make those tweets interesting. Um, <laughs> because the number of tweets is, just got out of the shower, making myself a nice sandwich. I, uh, I'm able to look at that thing less and less. It's the worst. It's, it's ridiculous how celebrities are so popular with it and that their tweets are even just so fucking horrible when they're not advertising things. They're every bit of uh, as bad as anybody else. Just It, it just goes to uh, show you just how fucking boring celebrities are. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, looking for those Ichibans. Ichiban. A matter of fact, they showed this thing last night that Steve Martin signed on to uh, Twitter. And apparently he was giving a tweet every two seconds like it was an HBO special. Just everything was fucking jokes and papa. You know, I'm all on top of this thing. And uh, we'll see how he can stay at that pace. Because sooner or later... He's going to just turn out like Lily. And you'll see he'll give uh, a tweet, be gone for six weeks, another tweet. I'm about to get back into this. Um, let's uh, let's head on over to, hmm, I'll tell you where I want to go, Dave. Dave in uh, North Carolina. Ichiban. Hey, uh, first I've got to start with that Roxapan thing that... Uh Hicks was talking about, I had a buddy who took one one night, and he blacked out for 30 days. Now, so that, uh, it was like a Russian Percocet. Hold on. Hold on. Just fucking let's all take our time here, because I want to hear about these Russian Perks. So, now, was he in a coma for 30 days, or he was just walking around for 30 days, and he can't walking remember Walking around shit. for 30 days, doesn't remember shit. He uh, totaled his car during that period. Uh, he thought he was okay to drive. He'd slur. He'd fall asleep sitting straight up. He spent about two or three days in the hospital, and they tried to get it out of the system, but they just told him he had to ride it out. I saw him the other day, and it's been about probably a month and a half, and he had been in my house twice, didn't remember it. Now, was he Fucking drinking, crazy. too? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so how do we know he's just not on a fucking drinking bender? Well, he couldn't. They they shut him. He shut himself down after that, and his well, his wife was didn't let him drink, do anything, and uh, it just stayed in his system. Fucked him up. I did not know that there was anything that could stay in your system that long. It did something to his nervous system and fucked him up. He could he would reach for something on a table and be off by like a foot. Um. Now I'm very very intrigued. And I think this would be uh, perfect 
for, uh, I don't know, one of the interns. I would really like to see if we couldn't do 30 days in the hole and see how they can handle this. It would be perfect for a Russian invasion. If it's Russian perks, just get them into our system, and we're out of it for 30 days. They'd have 30 days to invade. Well, the first thing that happened was he wasn't able to speak for like three or four days. So that might be a problem on the radio. I really fucked up. <laughs> I really fucked up. Um, I, I am very interested. Yeah. Oh, another Ichiban. All right, go ahead. Yes. Um, the event premiered last night, and I got to say it was pretty good. Uh, the event was very, very interesting because... It looks like we got Martians. It looks like we got Martians there on NBC. Did you watch the event, uh, Hicks? No, I passed out when I got home and woke up at 11 o'clock at night and missing it. But Russian, the, Russian perks? I wish. But the Post uh, ruined the event for me anyway, so I know what happened. All right, what exactly did the Post tell you? I'll see if I agree with them. Uh, that it's probably space aliens and that it's a lot like Lost, where it's jumping back and forth and there's a plane heading towards the president. And um, a little nine eleven porn for you people who like it. Exactly, yeah. Um, but it looks like the aliens are the good people. Oh, all right. Uh, they're not bad aliens, uh, and for some reason they could be. You know, they're thrown in the in a camp, um, not unlike the terrorists. Um, and if you really get back to uh, the rest of it, there's not a lot there. It will always be like you'll see a scene. Horrible scene, and then like 12 days before. As you're watching that scene, the next scene will say 35 minutes before that. What? So you're hopping all over the place, and your mind is working like it's on Russian perks. I mean, you can remember uh, a little bit uh, here, there, but not everything. Not everything comes back. Um, the great thing is, as you get into this, Dave... Uh, they yeah. will cancel it on you. So you will never find out if it's really aliens. You won't know if the little girl ever gets back. You don't know if those guys were set up by the people who acted like they were drowning. Science fiction TV shows seem to always get axed before ever having any sort of conclusion. They seem to, uh, they seem to ha just be the ones that just get hurt the most because it's not it's something where you're actually interested in the ending. Well, they're very expensive to make. So when you make a sci-fi show, you're like... All right, we're going to make this show. We need to be the number one show. If not, they're going to cancel us. And the second you're not gigantic, uh, you can start to see the effects getting worse. And then finally your show's gone. It's the one thing about Lost that at least people were still there at the ending. You know, people forget this. They went away on Star Trek. Just people were like, well, what happened to Captain Kirk? Did they just leave his ass out there? Did he ever make it back to Earth? What was that whale song about? What happened? They, you just can't keep up with that. Believe me, I get up in the middle of the night sometimes, I'll go like this. I hope Journeyman's okay. I hope he stopped leaping back and forth in San Francisco. I think he's still fucking somewhere in time. Not uh, with his family. Yeah, but he would get to go back and fuck his old Asian chick for some reason. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that huffy's ass. Yeah, she was very, very hot. And then, you know, you still see those people showing up in other shows, and they don't seem to be too uh, concerned about Journeyman anymore. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
Uh, let's go over here, Chris in Philly. How you doing, Chris? Morning, fellas. Uh, hate my cock. Um, I have a heat bomb for you. I want you to be kinder to your cock. <laughs> Another retarded Phillies fan runs out on the field last night in a red man costume. Unfortunately, there's no tasing, but Atlanta Braves outfielder Matt Diaz uh, helps tackle the uh, idiot. Well, he just threw a knee. Um, and I have seen, have you, whatever these spandex suits are, uh, that people are wearing around, they they seem to be catching on. I've seen it, and it's going to just dominate uh, Halloween this year. You know what they are, Ron? What's that? Did you ever see Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Green Man? Yeah. That's basically take on that. It's but they, but how do they get started even on that show? Who comes up with the stupid suit? No idea. So you you live in Philly. You watch Always Sunny as your favorite show. Then you're back into Phillies. It's just, you're really built right there around the Delaware Valley, huh? <laughs> yep. All right, my friend. Yep. Well, uh, we'll keep this going. Glenn, we'll give you a nice little uh, Ichiban with it. Go ahead, Glenn. Oh, we lost him. He wanted to do this. Bablov's dog. Um, Big Phil's back in first place. Um, Tyler, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Uh, Fort Bliss, I believe, in El Paso is another one of our, uh, one, another one of our own turned and started shooting. Uh, they're, I don't think they reported it. I was watching for the news last night, all night last night, and they hadn't reported it last night. I don't know about this morning yet, but, uh, no numbers of how many went down or if they even captured him or if he was one of ours. Just uh, craziness that you keep hearing out of these uh, forts, isn't it, Tyler? It's pretty weird. Yeah. It just uh, goes to show how much pressure our guys are under. I mean, that's no excuse for anybody to turn on us, but oh, they just snap. They, they just snap every once in a while. But seriously, sometimes uh, when the news gets going, you just want to pull out the cable. But then, of course, the sports news come in, so... Something about that tune, isn't it? Something about that uh, tune that you just, uh, well, you just have to love. You just have to love it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Dave in Ohio. Dave, you're on run a fez Uh, yeah, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. The world's most famous gym teacher passed away in Jacksonville, Florida. Mr. Nugent? 
No, Leonard Skinner died at age 77 in the old folks home. Uh, he was only 77? Yes. The band would have been 77 if they would have lived. According to MSNBC, he was 77 years old. I like to say 77 years young. Uh, Leonard well, Skinner, the gym teacher, of course, didn't spell his name with all Y's. Um, and I believe they were the only gym teacher uh, named Ben. There was a band for a while called Mr. Junto. Um, they ended up not staying together. I guess because he was a middle school gym teacher. Or as we used to like to say, junior high school. I, was, I still went to junior high school. It was middle school. Did you? Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had junior high school. And then later I was said, no, you didn't. You're in middle school. I go, I can't fucking flip now. I gotta do what I do. Fuck that. And in our school, the freshmen also stayed in the middle school. They, they didn't, you know, it wasn't 9 through 10. It was 10 through uh, 12. So, uh, they had, the girls had a less chance of being fucked. They like to put it that way. Give them a year before they get fucked. This song uh, brings it all back. And then, of course, the original kind of power ballad that everybody went, all right, we need a song that starts really slow and then kicks ass at the end. And Conan O'Brien seems to have adopted it for some reason, playing it in every single one of those live shows he did and his flesh. Conan <laughs> enjoys everything but jokes now. Um, his thing is, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, I'm just uh, playing song upon song. And love and Twitter. Well, he's got his writers on it, so I consider that cheating. Because people are like, have you seen Conan O'Brien's uh, Twitter? It's amazing. But there's a room full of writers that he's paying that have nothing to do right now, so they're pounding the Twitter. Uh, I'm wondering about this whole deal, uh, about when he gets back and how big it'll be, because, you know, the TBS gimmick, uh, I was reading yesterday about uh, Martha Stewart, and she started on the Hallmark Channel, which I thought was going to be called Martha's Channel, but no, staying with Hallmark. And... Um, it's like one-fifth of the people that used to watch her when she was on regular TV. How can you find Hallmark Channel? I didn't no even know. I, I wanted to see the Whatever Girls. I didn't even know I had a Hallmark Channel until I started searching around for it. They make cards. They don't put on TV shows. It's a good point, but most of their TV show are just about cards where oh. you'll just <laughs> sit there and they uh, pull the card uh, back and forth and it's... Uh, I ima imagine it's a hell of a lot of fun. You got to think the same thing's going to happen to Oprah. Where if it's hard to find, are people really going to go looking and searching for Oprah Winfrey up and down the cable guide? Well, she's going to be semi, you don't understand, she's going to be like semi fucking retired when she goes there. It takes away the pressure of before and she's just doing a little boutique thing now. But at the same time, if she would have stayed where she was... Everybody would be like, less and less people or what? Like they're doing to fucking uh, The Tonight Show. They're, fuck they're fucking with Leno saying, less people are watching The Tonight Show as ever. And it was starting to happen to Oprah, and she's like, fuck this. I'll just go off and start a small shop. What do I give a shit? 
Uh, last night in my neighborhood, Phil Donahue walking down the street and needing a shave, which I thought was just rocking. Really? Just all scruffy? Phil, it was like a Phil Donahue, Don Johnson thing. Uh, Bobby in Laredo. Bobby, you're on my face. Hey, I was wondering if anybody's checked Fez's medicine cabinet, because maybe he's on those Russian Percocet, because I know it's three to four days before we hear him talk sometimes. Oh, uh, well, you just missed him bringing up the Oprah. Um, you had a summary, and then what was the other in-and-out joke? Oh, the uh, suicide stats in fantasy football. Suicide stats in fantasy football. So does that sound like he's popping the first half hour? I'm putting down, I'm checking the uh, yes box. And you danced during the white golden slippers? Mm-hmm. And came up with a new pound? Yeah. So you feeling good? Uh, just okay. Loving it? Loving an elevator, to quote Aerosmith? Yeah, I guess so. With me, it's usually panic in an elevator. It would be a completely different song. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Jason in Colorado, you're on a Fez. Yeah, hey, Mr. Bennington, I got the uh, Ichiban for you. I'm trying to come up with a Phil Don Johnson to do thing. I don't know if I can make it work, but it really was. He was like 80s Phil Donio. Uh, what do you got for me there, Jason? Uh, yeah, uh, rumor has it there's a Mexican uh, Percocet sitting in the street now, and uh, and you, uh, you end up waking up 30 days later with seven kids and an empty 12-pack Corona. All right, see what he's doing there, Fez? Making up jokes. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Your chance to add in any of the EG bombs. A.G. Bonds, uh, San Francisco found a lovely way to lose at the end of the game last night, uh, saving, I'm sure, quite a few people in our elimination pool. I believe we've lost one-third of the people who started the elimination pool with us. One-third are gone. I think it's more than that. I think it's uh, it's, it's it's huge numbers. I did. Everybody's gone. And oh, uh, lost. There's a couple left. All right. Everyone's gone but two people. All right, so one-third wasn't a huge enough number. You had to say huger, even though you don't have any details for me. I'm not good with fra fractions. All right, you don't have to be because you work in radio now. Now you work in radio. Before that, you didn't. What was your big job before you started with us, Pepper Hicks? Data entry. And you were, enter you were entering data all the time? Constantly for medical billing. Mm-hmm. It was a great job. Any, any way that you could send any scripts to yourself? Uh, I tried to. I tried to figure out a way to scam out of money, but it would take collusion with a doctor. I knew. I don't know. It was bad. Um. So yeah. I mean, the the thing is, a lot of doctors are like, "Well, I'm already a doctor. Why do I need to collusion anything?" Um. Always, by the way, the other fucking story that they uh, show up on the news there is uh, any plane that lands on a highway. That if you ever say to yourself, "I've got a new diner, but people aren't coming to it." Paint the name on the diner on the side of your plane and land on a highway because the news will show up in full force. Um, another show previewed last night, and that is, of course, uh, Dancing with the Stars. Now, they could be sued for using the word stars because, quite frankly, they're not stars. Uh, no one out there would be considered a star. That's the situation. Um 
in particular, the situation who uh, cannot dance. They, I was looking at his clips today. Uh, Bristol Palin, big shocker. Not only cannot dance, but somehow her face made it into middle age. Where it looked like, hey, a you know a 52-year-old woman is out there dancing with people, trying to make things happen. Bristol, you're supposed to be in your early 20s. You should be as, fresh, as fresh-faced as our own Rustin. Um, so, again, and this is going to come to a shock to you, this is a practically unwatchable show. Uh, David Hasselhoff came out to dance, and Kit came driving out, and the two of them did a dance together. And it was, if you want to be honest about it, it was a little fucking embarrassing. It was a little cringy. Um, Jennifer Gray said that she felt Patrick Swayze's presence with her going into Dancing with the Stars. And it just seems a little too much like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to win this thing, so let me go for a sympathy vote out there. Did you see what they did to her? No. They played the song from the movie that they danced to. So even like in the preview, she starts sobbing. They did it on purpose to her. Um, you're not going to be able to put up, put up her one big dance number and then have her not think of it. Like it with Bristol Palin, they did Mama Told Me Not To Come. So she would be like, hey, this reminds me of me and my ex. Uh, my mom never wanted me to fucking date him. So they're, they're going, what is this person's gimmick? And we're going to nail it. Uh, and that Jennifer, what's her name? Jennifer what? Jennifer Gray. She's like, uh, she's a pretty woman, but looks nothing like the Jennifer Gray. She's very attractive, but you don't say to yourself, there's Jennifer Gray. Because they've redone her face, and she's living in Montana now, and no one knows that she saw the murderer. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, I got an Ichiban for you. Then let me hit this. So, you know, I'm not fucking playing games with you, Mark, all right? Well, and, and my Ichiban, I just... Opie just tweeted that there's a house floating by his window. Can we believe him, or is this a tornado picture? No, no, no. This is what actually happened. Um, Because it's up in the news. A house is floating down the uh, Hudson River. And I will tell you this. That Opie sees everything out of his house. Does he he always sit in front of his window? Yeah, he does. He's got a front porch, and he sits out there and has uh, iced tea and uh, enjoys himself. Why can't you just take the Twitter for what it is, just right there at face value? Why do you got to be running around and wondering uh, if it's true? Obviously, a house just floated by. You can't get around that. Well, if he's closing his Twitter on Friday, these are the kind of things we're going to miss out on. Is Friday the last day? He said he's shutting down his Twitter uh, October 1st. Then yeah, that's like- not this Friday. Oh, okay. When is it, Fez? That's a week from this Friday. Well, what I want to do for when his Twitter when his Twitter shuts down is have a party planned, and we count it down, and then all black balloons fall from the ceiling, and then we start selling our own alcohol right here in Atlantic City. Eight six six run zero Fez. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Doug, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, have you noticed that Mike, the situation has gotten a little bit uh, thinner from all the cocaine he's been doing? You know, why do we judge? Why do we sit and judge? You know, people, if you go out to a nightclub, it's very hard to stay out to 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Why not a little bump for energy? People are drinking energy drinks, and I don't judge them. Energy powder. The fuck? What is the difference between that and a, and a Red Bull? Coke's better. Coke is cut less. That's all. And I shouldn't even mention products' names, uh, which would be smart not to, as a matter of fact. Uh, today, of course, September 21st, which is half birthday. Uh, half birthday. So you go out to dinner, but not as a good place, just as to a, a neighborhood spot. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, J.D. in Tampa, you're on Fez. Hey, uh, guys, what's up? I just wanted to let you know that Green Man costume, I have one of those. You just you can buy those online. We use it for video production. I do video production. and uh, uh, Well, I got two chroma- radio shows. So. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. It's a chroma key suit. So if you need something in a shot that somebody's got to hold or manipulate or something like that, there's a website. I just checked the current price. It's like 225 bucks for that thing at tubetape.com. That's a little expensive for me. That's a little rich for yeah, my blood. that's just where they came from. Um, why not just take a normal suit and spray paint it green and run down the street with it? I think everybody would like you just as much. Every bit as much. I do want to yank you in this today, Fez. You're not feeling yourself? No, not so hot today. Sorry. What is it, big dude? You Just he- having you a rough one. I'm sorry. You want to hear your song? Tell me why yeah. you're having a rough one. You got your song there. Why are you having a rough one, big cat? Uh, What's up in the big C? Um, just... Loving life? Having a great time? Taking uh, every day is a blessing? Not today. It's just, uh, I don't know, just very emotional today. Mr. Boyle? The Boyle? Uh, what's left of that? Do you, is, uh, what's got you upset? Why are you so emotional? Somebody say something to you? Um, no, I just, I... Was somebody mean to you? Just, uh, I just feel like I'm screwing some things up. You couldn't be. You know why? You're Mr. Perfect. Who was mean to you today? Who was it? One of the ONA guys? No, they were fine. You sure? Yeah. Danny said anything mean to you? No. Travis? No, Travis was cool. All right. Cool, huh? Yeah, he was cool to me. Didn't cool. say anything to me. Cool in what way? He played you a new new jazz record. Uh, he was reading beat poetry to you. What made that son of a bitch so cool? What am I missing out on? You want to hear Golden Slippers again? Somebody's got you upset. Was it Hicks? I I was pissed today because we got the probably the worst breakfast I've ever had in my entire life. What? Uh, it was the BK some new uh, Burger King sandwich uh, that first was of all horrifyingly bad. Horrif- 
Well, first of all, they're a brand new sponsor to the show. Oh, so, God. Well, <laughs> first of all, I know I'm fake, oh, God, when I hear one. You really don't care. Um, and second of all, we've already said that they cook with a microwave. Well, this was a brand new breakfast item, so I thought, all right, this is something totally new that guys haven't had before. Yeah. And they can enjoy that. I've never, I've never seen them push away one breakfast dish. Wasn't uh, enjoyable. Is that what's got you upset, dude? Did you feel like you weren't the breakfast king that you normally are? I stole Rustin's hash browns because I was still hungry. Well, um, I don't. I never thought of him as a hash brown eater. I think he likes them. So, what was the sandwich that you guys didn't like? It was the new BK Breakfast Club. It's got some sort of name to it with the the name of the bread. I can't think of what it's called. Why would you go to Burger King when you live in Manhattan? It just doesn't make sense. So that's what's got you teared up today. Uh, I mean, that's just another thing that I feel like I screwed up. So screwed it, up or made perfect. Which is it? Screwed uh, up. And then I just, I had a, whew, um, a talk through it. I had a, just a rough session the night before. You were with your band? You were uh, recording a new song? No, Because I've been through the same damn thing when you can't get the licks down. Just take right? after take. And that's why I had to say to my girlfriend, Beth, I can't come home right now, baby. I hear you I hear you calling, but me and the boys are going to be playing all night. Um, if I was in KISS, I would constantly be asking the other guys if they'd pose for a picture with me. So uh, you had a rough, rough session last night. Yeah. So. Shit yourself? Not that rough. Mm. Not that rough where the man had to change his couch. So you're going to tell us what it is, or this is something that's a total secret? No, it was just, um, just, it was mainly out of, just out of frustration mm. with myself. So I don't know what that means. Oh, um, just. That, that you realize that that's, uh, we'd love to help you today, but it's out of frustration with myself. I had a, a rough session most of us don't talk this way. Do you know what he means, Hicks? I guess there was some crying last night. That's all I can derive. Are you from crying this. with your? Yeah. I'll fucking knock that bastard out. Give me that shrink's house. Do you go directly into his home? No. Lay down face first on his bed. Okay, I'm gonna need your ass up in the world. Perfect. Uh, first of all, pheasant, I don't want to get you upset, but Oscar has a beef with you. Oscar in Texas, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez, that's a good fucking sandwich. It's called a ciabatta that's or something it. like that. Don't let them motherfuckers snob you. That, that's a good uh, fucking sandwich, and I'd take uh, one from you any day. Uh, I didn't know this. Did the did those guys snob you today, Fezzy? I, get, I don't know what that is, but I think I've been snobbed. I feel like I've been snobbed. What happened in the session? Don't be so agreeable with this guy from Texas. Let's get back to your work. Something happened to you when you were a kid? No, it was just more of everyday stuff. It was a thing where when you when you shit, you refuse to flush, you want to keep it, and the shrink thinks that's weird? Why don't you try shitting in a jar? That way you can keep it. 
uh, put the date in, and you'll have them all in case you need them later. Just as evidence. It was a rough session. Yeah, and um, I just, it was just, I don't feel like I'm getting enough stuff done. Oh, well, well, you're not. So, uh, from your perception point of view, perfect. You're not living in a crazy uh, world anymore. You know exactly what's happened. So that works out for you. So, yeah, but I was just upset about it and just feel... Feeling great? No, just feeling like I was screwing everything up. Feel on top of the world? Bottom. I guess Antarctica. Uh, why don't you just go have a drink? I have a little bit of that alcohol. I always wanted to have a shotgun beers before the show. Uh, maybe you need to listen to Haslam Blues by the great uh, George Thurgood. And the clock on the wall will say three o'clock. So did that help at all? Did he tell you to start having drinks? No, that didn't come up. And right, I, don't, so, I don't think drink... I get emotional when I drink anyway. So it's almost like, you know, just fuel on a fire there. Fuel on a fire. So what did the shrink tell you to do? He carry would, it into the next day? Did he say, I want you to take what we've... Uh, the frustration from this session... And moving into tomorrow's show? No, no. We were just trying to do uh, some uh, focalizing exercises to chill me out and stuff. And I guess it didn't take. I think it did. I think you're focalized. Um, Hicks, when he brings up the word focalized, do you ever know what he's talking about? No clue. It sounds like crazy uh, therapist jargon. That means nothing. Yeah. Like boardroom talk or whatever, you know? Why don't you play the part of Fez and I'll play the part of the therapist. So, what's going on, Fez? Um, I just, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not. I know. I'm not getting, you know. I know. Professional, I mean, just I'm having trouble at the job where I'm not, I'm still freezing up and panicking on the air and that's not Wah. getting any better. Wah. And, uh. Wah. Wah. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Well, stay in the moment instead of he. Okay. Stay in the moment. All right. I don't know if going... I don't know if making that noise at me is helping, doctor. Oh, um, he's a doctor? Uh Uh-huh. You call him doctor? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't know that. Uh, I make that noise because I was just doing an impression of a baby. And I'm the baby? Oh, what a breakthrough. That'll be $180. How much does he charge you a session? He's um uh one twenty five. Every time you go in there? Mm-hmm. You feel anything hit you on the back of the neck when you were leaving? Could have been your change. Never get tired of that joke. It's just always it's always there and it's always fun. Larry, you're on running Fez. Hey Fez, you got three stents in your heart, right? E- no, two. two. Okay, but uh you got I had to stop stents. and count. <laughs> what are you doing eating Burger King for breakfast? Your heart's going to explode. Um, Burger King breakfast doesn't fit in with a good uh, cardiac care? Every, like, every now and then you like to try out a new breakfast item. 
We ate McDonald's breakfast for about a month and a half straight. <laughs> Till something new came along. Which was another bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> you got to make it up tomorrow. What about you make like a steak and eggs rodeo breakfast for the boys? Big biscuits, making the whole thing work. Ooh, love biscuits. Uh, Barney, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, guys. Um, I have nothing funny. I want to say that I genuinely think I have the same mental illness that Fez does. Just well, like it sounds like it if you say I have nothing funny. Well, it's not funny. It's like a, just a general self-loathing. And I want to know if his shrink calls it something, like a name for it. Let's see if you have the same thing as him. You kind of feel bad on a daily basis? Yes. You blow strangers that just came off the boat from Portugal? It's happened. Okay. This is so weird. Fez, this may be your other. Do you have a general self-loathing about yourself? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Fez, we're like twins. I have the same thing about you, Fez, which is so odd. It's a fez loathing. Yeah. So um, did he call it something to shrink? So do you I go to a shrink, Bunny? I do not, no. But yeah. I'd like to read up on what is wrong with me if I, they have a name for it. Well, this, again, to go back to fez, no problems last week, no mental problems, no crying, because you had a boil to talk about and the pain to feel there. You might be a bottom. You might want to come in here and have fucking maybe Hicks slap you around a little bit. Physically put some hurt to you. And that'll take your mind off your uh, your problems. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, I need another boil. Do you want to fire this drink? I was thinking about it last night where it's like, why keep going if this is how I feel? Where I don't even get any relief in the office. You know, you no said, matter. You just said orifice. You said I don't get any re release in the orifice. I meant office. I know, but I have to go from, from a shrink point of view. Um, my, you know, my dad had the same kind of thing at UFES till he learned a place to put the blame. Oh, where's that? On blacks. And then he suddenly started to feel so much better about himself. And he was able to say, I'm having trouble at work. It's the blacks. And then I noticed people started agreeing with him. Um, so you don't feel so good today? No. No. Um, but do you think maybe a big fun breakfast would have turned your day around? It definitely would have helped. Instead of a breakfast disaster being on top of everything, mm -hmm. it would have helped. So I saw something. I thought, all right, here's something new. We'll see. I'll do, I guess, a little test marketing myself, a little test study with the guys. Because as your psychiatrist, I'm just going to give you this prescription. I'm going to give you a prescription now. Okay. No, not for pills. This is just for you and also for your team. It says oatmeal. Yeah. I want you to look into that. Oatmeal. Um, Nate, Maine, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fezzy, cheer up. You finally got your whole pack. Waddle doodle. Well, this is the problem. And it's why 
you are not cheered up today. If you came in here, the boil was big, you were suffering, you were in a much better mood. You need something almost every day to physically hurt you and make you feel like you're alive. Um, what time do you arrive at work? I get here usually about 9.30. I want you to arrive a half an hour earlier tomorrow, and I'm going to have the interns take uh, 700 rubber bands and, and twist them around your penis. And get yourself into a zone where you feel better about yourself from the pain. Um, let's go over here to a mic. Mike, you're on fez. Ronnie B., what's happening? Yeah. Hey, can you uh, take a look at your industrial board and see when the last time was uh, Fez has cried? I think he's, he's on a bit of a streak here until today. Um, he did very good all through the boil period. Not only did he not cry, he felt no anxiety or depression. Different person. Yeah, yeah. That, that boil fucking pus to worry about. He was more than just himself. He was himself and a boil. That boil was like your own pit bull fez giving you, and particularly since it was so gross and disgusting, you were backing up some of the alpha males with it. Um, Paul and Philly, you're on a fez. Ronnie B., how you doing? Hey, uh, what's the name of that church you used to go to, Ronnie? Uh, what do you not remember? What are you bringing up? No, I'm just saying. I'm wondering if if Fezzi is maybe a little bit like a Christ figure. Um, he does. You do have some of that, Fez, except for uh, Christ, not as hairy, and obviously took uh, much better care of himself. Um, and a lot of have, walking. Well, it was more than that. Did you see the, the, his body? Christ's oh. body was cut. Um, and they said it was from cross-training. He would do a different exercise every day, and that way his body couldn't catch up with him. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bill in Boston, you're on Fez. Hey, Fez, I love you. Heck, oh, yeah, fuck you. Company. You should appreciate your free breakfast, you son of a bitch. Oh, you don't have a mom. Oh, wow. First of all, that... That fucking stung. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> well, that bill's a clever one. Well, I could actually make Fez and Hicks cry by saying to Hicks, uh, you don't have a mom, and then saying to Fez, you do have a mom. Because that's where you put all your blame, right, Fez? That's where I think things started. With the anxiety. Absolutely. It's all her fault. Um, in the beginning, yes. Definitely her fault in the beginning. At what point? What's your earliest member, memory of the anxiety? Uh, being four years old and lost in a store. I think that's the first really anxious moment I remember. Mm-hmm. What store was it? Do you remember? Um, I think it was a, uh, a Woolworths. How old are you? Woolworths? They stuck around for quite a while. Oh, yeah. They were there till the 1930s. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Andrew, you're on Run Fez. Hey, what's up, bodies? Yeah. I think I got one word for uh, Fez. I think cowbell. That'll snap him right out of it. Um, 
Well, when you are dodging a cowbell, you don't have time to think about yourself. But you seem like you're in a more comfortable place now, Fez. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess maybe getting some tears out always helps. Was a release. Let like me... my eyes are just boils that need to be lanced you're every once that, in a while. You're saying that as a metaphor that the that the boil itself is your own sadness. I didn't know that the tears felt better. I'm gonna try to do it too. Uh-huh. All right, that's pretty good. Hicks, you want to try crying a little bit? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What a baby. Uh-huh. Look at you. Uh-huh. Does that make you proud when you see him crying like that, Fez? No, not really. Do you say to yourself when you see Hicks crying like that, nobody could take this team down? Uh-huh. I guess I, yeah, I guess I say that. What, did you been, what were you told about guests by your shrink? To quit Guess guessing. And try. You were told to go for it, right? Right, yeah. Mine, you, you, actually, his shrink told him this to say to himself, My name is Johnny Skipper and nothing can stop me. And that is the other part of Fez that he feels really strong about. Johnny Skipper is his own uh, hero. Um, 866 Ron Zero Fez, 866 Ron Zero Fez. John in Virginia, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie B? I'm doing great, and so is Johnny Skipper. Johnny Skipper. Hey, are you suggesting that Fest needs to be emo? He needs the pain to get his mind off his uh, emotional problems? There is an emo element to Fez, except for the look, and Fez doesn't like music. But he's somewhat emo for emotional. I guess I could start wearing some mascara. What what word did you use there, Fez? I use guess. What and why does this rank tell you not to say guess? Because it just keeps me in too much of a limbo place. Mm-hmm. What's Johnny Skipper like, though? Johnny Skipper would just put on uh, mascara. Mm, exactly. You know why? Action gal. Johnny Skipper is an action gal. He's not guessing. He's not imagining. He's not thinking. So, he goes to it. Uh, Joe, in Ohio, you're in Fez. Hey, uh, hold on. I got to put down my Reuben sandwich. Damn, he's enjoying himself this morning. And then Hicks had a bad breakfast. Oh, it's delicious. Hey, I got some advice for Fez. Next time you have a bad session, you should just say five two. Why do you say five two, Fez? That was something I didn't realize I said out loud at the last Unmasked with David Cross. Um, 5-2, which you also put up in 5-2. And uh, that made David Cross go, what? What's going on here? I'm sure you won't be able to hear it on the radio uh, tomorrow. But Cross picked up for it in the room. And then... But, again, you don't know that you're doing the stage whisper? I had no idea. I didn't even realize I said it out loud. I thought I was mouthing it. I didn't know that something actually came out of my mouth. I feel retarded. That actually makes you feel bad? Yeah. And why don't you feel, like, excited? Like you're saying to yourself, I fucked with David Cross's head a little bit. You're almost like the whispering hackle. 
where you can start and just show up at comedy clubs and go like this. You suck. Get a day job. That's all your material? This blows. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's uh, go over here to... Uh, let's go to Bill Yarmouna, Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, yeah. I just wondered if, if Fez's paycheck was based on his contributions, like a commission type, you think we'd get more out of him, or you think he would stay the same? It's actually an interesting idea, Fez. Um, do you think that would work better for you? I think I honestly think I would be the same. Well, except for you'd lose your apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be the same. I would just be on the streets. But don't you think that would make you battle back? Um, I'd like to think so, but I... You'd like to think so. Today, I just That's... feel too screwed up to think that would work. So you're feeling better than ever? No, worse. Or stronger? Weaker. Every day, do you feel like you get a little stronger? No. Last week, I felt strong. This week, I just feel like crap. Last week, you had the boil. So when you felt bad last week, you actually felt good. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I told the therapist. I go, why do I have to have a boil bulging out of my body? <laughs> Wait. In order to, you know... Could you, so you said to him, why do I have to have a boil bulging out of my body to feel good? Did, yeah. you, did you see him suddenly going through psychology books like, oh, don't remember this one. No, all he said was, I don't think you do. And I'm, then I hate it when they start arguing like that because... You like agreements? No, because, you know, it's say how you feel and that's how I feel and that's what happened. So I always, then I feel like I'm getting dismissed mm -hmm. where it's like that doesn't where that doesn't mean anything well let's and i know that you're upset about it so i'll take it but you know how you have some of those crazy people who feel like they're jesus right uh-huh you would have to be able to tell them but you're not right would that be dismissing them in other words, just because you feel something, does that make it true? No, it doesn't make it true, but I didn't get any answer back either. I just got, no, that's not it. That is an answer. But I didn't get an answer of what it was. Well, you know, obviously he's not in here with you every day. Uh-huh. I see you going back touching where the boil used to be a lot today. And it's almost like Fez is telling somebody to steal. He throws the hand up into the pit. Do you want me to take second, Fez? Or would you be like this? Steal. Which I actually had uh, a fucking coach do one time. Go. Steal. And the first baseman's just gone. He's going to Steal. I just looked over. Keep it the fuck down, dude. Let's. This is the reason why we have fucking shit. Um, Frank, you're in Winifez. Yeah, Ron. Uh, does this have to do with anything with Sticky Nuts coming back next week, or is that tying with that? 
Stink nuts? Uh, yeah. Does this have anything to do with the fact that they're trying to push stink nuts on us? Uh, it could be some of the pressure, but it's, uh, I don't think it's based around stink nuts. That's for sure. Mm. Stink nuts. Stink nuts. Uh, the new thing is to say it like Principal Skinner. Stink nuts. Stink nuts. Well, actually, it was the superintendent that would say that to Skinner, right? What's the superintendent Superintendent saying? Chalmers. He's a dick, that fucking guy. Uh, Kevin, you're on Ronnie Fez. I think I figured out how to fix Fez, Ronnie. We can take Fez, have him tell everybody the secret. He can become HIV positive. Stay sick all the time. And then after he dies, after we have a great show, we can maybe throw Fix in there. Good job. Uh, Buzzer, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Buzzard. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, Fez, you just need to find this fucking therapist, man. Uh, I've been going to therapy, and I, I don't go real regular, but when I need That's a good. little help, I go, and, you know, and she helps. If she don't help, I'll fire that ass. Uh, what do you need help with sometimes, Buzzard? Uh, you know, just stress of, of life and the job and the children and the wife and, you know, how to deal with it when I leave the therapist. She gives me a solution. I go and if if I attempt what she tells me, I, I it usually works. I usually feel better about myself. But she never tells me what I'm doing is dismissive or anything like that. So you, you think yeah. that you are agreeing with Fez? He doesn't have a good therapist. Well, fuck no. Well. Hmm. You really uh, like this guy at first, right? Yeah, I mean, yesterday was the first time, uh, it was the first bad session where I felt like, uh-oh, I'm right back where I was with the previous one. Everything just felt completely stuck. Really? Um, and no, no reason why. No reason why at all that you would feel that way. No, just the you know the another day of freezing up on the air and I didn't know that you froze up yesterday. Oh yeah, I and, thought you were uh, just quiet. And Friday, what happened Friday? I think I froze up Friday too. Friday, you had the boil though. Yeah, but it it was it was the end of boil week, and I was already going back into bad Wait, habits. Boil week, like Shark Week, we're yeah, already doing that on Discovery. Are you familiar with the Rorschach test at Alfes? Sure, yeah. And that's you, where you see the uh, the uh, different ink blots, and you have to see tell the therapist what picture you see in that. I see. And do you believe in these kind of things, or? Yeah, I think it's probably pretty revealing. Hmm. It makes sense. It's you know, if you're see if you're saying what you see, it's probably something that's on your mind. I know I've got one of those tests here. And obviously it's just a smudge. It doesn't mean one thing or another. And you just look at what I could show it to Hicks, it might mean one thing. I could show it to you, it might be another thing, okay? Uh-huh. So just take a look at this Rorschach ink plot. And see if anything comes to your mind. All right. To me, it looks like a big, hard, hairy cock jizzing on me. Hmm. That is strange. I think that's what's actually drawn there. Huh. 
Yeah, big, hairy, hard cock jizzing on me. And what makes you think that that's you? It's wearing, uh, the person is wearing a fez and has a beard. <laughs> wow. That's what makes me think it's me. I don't think I'm making too much of a leap there. Hmm. All right. That uh, could be a breakthrough. Because I don't know how you would make that out. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Charlie in Jersey. Ronnie, uh, I'm in the hospital for congenital heart failure. I normally have atrib, and I'm listening to you guys, and you guys are helping me. So I just oh, want good. to know that no matter what happens today, he has made me feel better. I love you guys. You're the greatest show on radio. And, you know, just keep on trucking, man. Um... All right, keep on trucking, and you too. Uh, best of luck to you, Charlie, all right? Thanks, man. All right, peace. Well, there's a guy with real problems, Fez. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack and man, you're on my Fez. Hey, uh, Fez, does some of your anxiety come from the fact that you know you could be replaced by a bowl of gravy? Um, There's a new one. Well, nobody's, not everybody has your ability to come up with no new bits, Fez. So, meet us halfway. That Rorschach test really surprised me. I'm looking at it now, and I cannot see how you come up with the cock jizzing on a Fez head. Uh, let's go over here to... Uh, Sean, in Georgia, you're on Fez. Yeah, Ronnie, I think uh, Fez should take up art. I think that would really help him. And uh, the first project he should do is paint the fucking ceiling. Uh, that doesn't help, does it, Fez? Not really. It, uh, no, it doesn't help at all. Getting a little more definitive as you're thinking about it? Getting the juices going? Right. Uh, Tommy and Queen, Jeremy and Fez. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, yeah. Big fan. I just wanted to make sure that guy, anybody who says keep on trucking, we need him trucking off the planet. All right. Well, you know, he's already in. He's got heart failure. Let's take it easy on him. Um, Ronnie in Oklahoma, you're on Fez. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask Fez if maybe he thought that, uh, that he's the problem and not all the different therapists. Well, it's, uh, I'm just going by progress. The last one I was with for almost two years. Didn't see a lot of work done there. Well, his point is, do you take any of the responsibility for it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I changed again. Because if I wasn't taking responsibility, I would have still been in the other one's office. The point was, you take any responsibility for progress. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's why I that's why I feel that's why I was so upset because I'm not making any. Mm. If I felt the therapist wasn't making progress and I've only seen him a handful of times so far, mm -hmm. you know, I would, you know, I would be screaming about the therapist. No. Well, weren't you talking about firing him? No, I was I was talking about just quitting. Just quitting the whole thing? Yeah. Getting better that way? Yeah, because 
it's going to have to be me that does it anyway, and I don't. It just doesn't feel like it's uh, working. Like this isn't the right path because I'm not. I'm not getting myself any better. Maybe what you need then is a path train. Just saying this stuff is tough as. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you think sometimes that you uh, focus on your problems? Absolutely. That's all, all right. I do. All right. Let's uh, try a little word association. All right. Bad breakfast. Hicks. Hicks brought a bad breakfast? No, but he uh, complained about the bad breakfast. Uh, what should he have done? Should he have just ate the bad breakfast? I think that would have been nice. I wasn't think- like I was getting... Don't go right in like the therapist said. He should have just eaten the bread. If he didn't like it, don't eat it. If he did like it, enjoy it. But there's no need to complain about it. It's not like you're getting it again tomorrow. Even though we were just fucking around, I find this really interesting. That you tell us you're sad, right? Uh Uh-huh. But the second we start to talk about it, you're not underneath the sadness is really pissed off. So... It's not like you're mad that you fell for a a bad fucking breakfast thing from BK, which if you would have listened to this show, you never would have went there for it. I mean, people in the show already said they're not matching up yet. But what I love about it is you're pissed at Hicks. But you never say, you know, never come in and go, I'm pissed at Hicks. No, but but I mean, but again, with responsibility, I bought the shitty breakfast. You went back to that, but what you really said was he should have kept his fucking mouth shut. He shouldn't have brought it up. You tried to say, you know, now you're doing the, okay, let me go back around with this. But before you figure it out, just know how you feel. You're not sad. You're pissed at that fucking freeloader for not eating the shit breakfast. Yeah, I guess I am. What What do you do when you say guess? Yeah, I am. Are you or aren't you? If you're not, you're not. Or are you just trying to guess what I'm saying? Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Eric in California, you're a run, Fez. Hey, what's up, boys? Yeah. Hey, I just want to let uh, Fez know, hey, man, you don't need fucking therapy, man. You just be yourself. You'll be much happier that way. Promise. Fuck that therapist. Um, do you agree with him, Fez? Um, I I don't know. I I don't know if uh, I don't know if I agree with him. I if you did know, what would it be? Yes or no? I would say probably yes. All right. If you get into the probably stuff, if you get into the guest stuff, why not just go for your opinion? And risk being wrong with your opinion every once in a while. How often do you think Ronnie B's wrong? Constantly. Constantly. Um, when I make this decisions, worst decision ever? What do you think it was? Um, I don't know. Yes, Fez, we will do a show together. Now, I can't go back and change time. There's nothing I can do about it. But that looms over my head like a nightmare. Um, and there's nothing I can do about it. So, you know who I end up blaming? Who? 
the blacks. My dad taught me that at a very early age. Um, Ross, you're on Manifest. Hey, what's going on, Ron? Yeah. Hey, you know, and I, my experience comes from, you know, years of watching The Sopranos and Dr. Melfi, and she says that rage, or sorry, depression is rage turned inwards. So all it says has to do is just create a giant gaping bloody hole in his head with a shotgun, and you know what it is. Um, do you think that you have rage, Fizz? No, I don't think I have rage. I, I, I do not feel I have rage. You were angry? I, if, I, if I have rage, it's at myself. That would be inward. That's exactly what it was. Rage turned inward. Where your rage was in the right place for a couple moments, you hated Hicks for not stuffing some poisonous food down. I'm not saying poisonous, but I've never seen him not eat. Yeah. Seems a little ungrateful when the breakfast complaints come in. Seems or is? It is. All right. So he... Now, when you showed up with this, you thought to yourself, well, this won't be as good as the French toast or whatever. Or did you think it would be every bit as good? No, I didn't think it would be as good, but I thought it could. I thought it had potential because it was something new. And I know how excited he was about the KFC Double Down when I went and got those. So I thought this might be along the same lines. We can have those for breakfast. You were thinking? Or you know? That's what, that's what I, yeah, that's what uh, was in my head. That uh, this. So you wanted it to be a success. I, yeah, it wasn't like I was purposely getting shitty breakfast. Right. So when it wasn't a success, your whole day was ruined. It was ruined to begin with, and then that was just, you know, icing on the cake. Wait, where... you brought those guys cake with icing? Why didn't you just eat that? Um, Sean, you're on Ron and Fez. Hey, Ronnie. I was wondering if I could uh, make a suggestion, maybe get Fez more involved in the show. What if he, he give out the, uh, the call letters or the phone number for the show, and you brought up the callers, and... Every, you know, two or three minutes, he got to say something. Would you like that, Fez? I don't see where that's going to happen. I would end up just saying it constantly. You want to try it today? You'll be phone number guy? Yeah, I'll try it. What happens with try? What happened there? This is what your shrink tells you, right? Uh-huh. Do you follow? Not always. The point is, you were told not to go in half-assed to stuff, right? Yes. Um, not use try, not use guess. What were some of the other words? Maybe. Yeah. You just want to have your opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be phone number guy? I will be phone number guy. Do you want to be phone number guy? No, I don't want to be phone number guy. Uh, you just went from I will be phone number guy to I don't want to be phone number guy. Why don't you want to be phone number guy? Because I have an image in my mind of what will happen if I am phone number guy. And the image is one of total success? It's one of just constantly saying the phone number over and over again until it gets uh, stupid. 
Hmm. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Marty, you're on Run-FEZ. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a couple things for you there. Whenever Ron or Fez said that he had envisioned that cum coming across his face, I think I broke a, li- a rib laughing. And also, Fez, whenever you go to your next therapist, you need to ask him what's wrong with you by letting your mom and dad still sleep on that airbag, because that still got me fucked up. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> he puts an air mattress on the floor and puts his parents on it. Uh, I showed Fez an ink blot that I had here. And just say what you see here, Fez. I see a big, hairy, hard penis jizzing on me. Mm. Interesting. And you're getting that from an ink blot. I'm basically getting it from a drawing of a big, hairy, hard penis jizzing on a drawing of me. Would you say excellent drawing? It's pretty good. I know exactly what it is. I Would knew you say better would... better than Julian fucking Schnabel? Who sells his paintings for millions of dollars? And for some reason I can't get a gallery? I'm just going to ask you one other question, Fez. This cock that you see jizzing on you, right? Uh-huh. What makes you think that it isn't piss? Why do you just go immediately that that stream is jizz? Um... Mike, you're on Run You know, I got an ancient proverb from a great, wise old teacher. He once said, do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> there is some uh, truth to that, Fezzy. Uh, Lonnie, you're on Run Hey, Fez. Yeah. Um, I think you need to fire your therapist and start paying Ronnie B. I think he's the best therapist you've ever had. Well, he doesn't listen to me or his therapist. Are we both right about that, Fess? Yes. Because I'm still doing all the things the therapist told me not to. They still keep slipping out. You actually just said I'm still doing all the things that the therapist told me not to. I did? Yeah. Very interesting there. Um, Jeff, you're on Run Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Everybody's yeah. worried about Fez. I want to know if you're doing okay and everything's good with you. <laughs> well, I didn't want to bring this up. But um, even though I've been very well for the last couple of weeks, it looks like the appendicitis has come back. So I guess we start from ground zero. We just go back to battle in this thing. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. But in hindsight, I should have the entire... Rotten appendicitis taken out rather than just some of it. I thought I could keep some of it and it would get better. Uh, but now that I have the whatever girls over at Hallmark, I like to get this made into one of those uh, made for TV movies. I think it'd get on there. Nice fucking little pick there. Maybe mm. on Lifetime too, it could maybe go on. I already got the, the actor I want to play me. Who's that? John Garfield's ghost. I think would be unbelievable. Uh, speaking of which, big birthday today. Happy 6-0 to Bill Murray. Bill fucking Murray. That's amazing. He's who, 
I really do think that when we talk about Bill Murray, and if you ever have the chance to meet Bill Murray, just only call him Bill Murray the same way that the Wu-Tang does. You don't say Bill. You don't say Mr. Murray. It's just Bill Murray, no matter what's going on. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Sam in New Hampshire, you're on a Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Hey, I was surprised yesterday when you guys had the discussion about uh, if you'd like to be the asshole or a victim, that Fez said asshole, because he loves being a victim of his circumstance, his medical conditions, his relationships. I was just amazed that he wanted to be the asshole when being a victim it works so well for him. You want to be the asshole, Fez? I'd rather be an asshole. Then why not steer this ship a little bit? Start to fucking around with everybody. Give out the phone numbers. Uh, you know, move this thing around. Bring up the news events. Be that asshole. The asshole that you've always wanted to be. Um, Larry, Minnesota, you're a manifest. Yeah, Ronnie, maybe we should try some tough love with him, like Opie says. To tell him, grow the fuck up and just move on with the show. Don't worry about his ass. Opie thinks you need tough love, Fez. Um, I I don't know. Is that where your shrink wants you to be, saying I don't know? Or no. having that opinion, even risking being wrong with the opinion? Uh, Lane, in Portland, you're on running, Fez. Hey, Ron, how's it going? Yeah. Fezzy, hopefully you get better. My, uh, my girlfriend sitting next to me, she says, how how is it possible for Ron to keep having his appendix? She's just trying to talk me out, of, you know, well, talking to you about well, it. Here's the thing: you tell her that it was only the bottom part of it that was ruined. So my doctor uh, said, "Let's keep as much as the appendix as we can." And uh, apparently, and we didn't know this, it had spread to the rest of the appendix. <laughs> She's got the confused look on her face. She doesn't want to talk. All right. Well, that's the thing. I'm willing to tell you what we uh, what we dealt with. Uh, Lord knows I don't want to go through the treatments again, but it looks like I'm forced to. You know, I mean, I can't give up. I just gotta believe sooner or later we're gonna beat this thing. Uh, this appendicitis nightmare. I like to do a stand-up for appendicitis. Um, Brad, Mississippi, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, I was going to say, the world needs heroes. Mm. And for you, I would be willing to donate my appendix if you need it. But I, want, I don't want your appendix. I don't want Mac's appendix. I want my appendix, Nurse Ratchet. I want my appendix. I want my appendix. Give him his fucking appendix. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jay, you're on run fez Hey, uh, Ronnie, I'd like to know that if you had to go back in the hospital, would Fez come visit you this time? I'll leave that up to Fezzy. Yes, I will. How come? Because I felt bad about not doing it the last time. Why? Because I feel like I made a bad decision last time. You feel like it or you did? I did. I know I made a bad decision. Did I think that you made a bad decision? No, I think. I, I know I made a bad decision. Who did you base that on? Just how I felt afterwards. 
what what brought it up? Uh, the callers. So mean callers. Yeah. Even though you were fine with it before then, right? Yes. And I was fine with it. You were absolutely fine with it. Who cares what the mean callers say? This time when you come to visit me in the hospital, uh, don't wake me up while I'm in surgery. I'm here for you, buddy. Um, let's go over to Robert in Ohio. You're on manifest. Yeah, I was just calling to say that uh, every time I turn the show on and Fez is crying and acting like a little bitch, I say to myself, ah, oh, this fucking asshole again. See ya. Because that's your dream, Fez, be an asshole? And not be a victim. Um, let's go uh, to Ben in Atlanta. You're on Fez. Ronnie. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm just calling just to stick up for Fezzy. You know, nobody's perfect. And all these assholes calling in, talking about, you know, tired of hearing Fez cry and shit. Change the fucking channel, you know. I mean, hey, wait, wait. Uh, well, keep well, keep I mean, listening. Keep listening. <laughs> keep listening, but how about turn the volume down for about 30 minutes? No, keep the session. volume up and then also <laughs> tell your friends. Keep listening. Don't go speaking for me saying turn the channel. Um, I found out we've got over seven listeners right now. So we're doing pretty fucking good, motherfuckers. You know how he says nobody's perfect, Fez? Right. I like to say Poe Body's nerfic. You know why? Why's that? Totally fuck up. Get it out of the way. I also am trying to put out a new poster and a coffee cup and calendar uh, that says, I blame the blacks. Now, my best friend Earl has another one that says, I blame the whites. And again, that's why Earl's wrong. It's not the whites. It's the blacks. And I know that because I was taught that at a very young age. Will they be a companion set? Will they come together? How could it be a companion when one is uh, totally different? One for yourself, one for a friend. Mm. Brian in New Jersey, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. Hey, Ronnie. I just want to let you know my wife, uh, she's knitting you an appendix quilt as we speak. We hope you pull through, buddy. You know, just knowing that my pain and my way of dealing with it is such an inspiration to everybody out there. Um, makes me a hero. And I, here's all, you know, now that my appendix has re-ruptured, um, which I never expected. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a percentage that could happen. But people are saying, Ron, how can I show that I love you? Uh, and that's easy. And just shave your head. Just shave your head so I don't feel so weird, you know? That's all. So if everybody could out there, uh, if I could have, I think there's like 315 million Americans. Is that right, Fuzz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I could have 314 Americans uh, shave their heads, it would mean a lot to me. And then the other million that don't be chased by mobs of bald people who beat them to death. Uh, you're on run Fuzz. Um. Rocky, you're on running Fez. What's up, boys? Uh, yeah. Fezzy, did you even shoot Ronnie a text, email, maybe none a phone call? Of, none of that stuff is important. Don't. This is the stuff that let people get in your kitchen, Fez. 
<clears throat> when I was sick, you called it vacation. And you got away for a couple days. You enjoyed yourself. Um, where'd you go? Fire Iron? No, it was uh, closer to home. Just a, uh, a, a bar fucking sucks? Um, I see that you're locking up even a little more since we're doing this. You're not having fun with it. You're having yeah. fun for a little while. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what. That's the frustrating part. Need to let those eye boils go? They feel like they're filling up, that's for sure. Squeeze out some, um, some eye boil juice. Chris, you're on my face. Yeah, Ronnie B. I just want to say, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you, and I, and I want to help push for a cure for this. So I'm going to start wearing uh, ribbons of uh, like a pea, pea-colored green, in support of uh, eliminating appendicitis across the country. Why? Why would it be pea green? I don't know, because you know, pink's taken, yellow's kind of taken, uh, pea green. Because I'm thinking it's all shriveled up and kind of rotten looking, you know. Yeah, I don't know what the appendix looks like, and that nurse hiding behind her boyfriend in Portland. Kind of hurt my feelings because the sad thing is there is no cure for appendicitis. And I didn't like um, even bring this up, but most appendicitis cases, even if properly treated, the patient will die within, normally they said, uh, 40 to 110 years. That person will be dead. And that is 100% eventual fatalities. And I've got that hanging over my head, Fez. Um, got to at least do something to better the odds. The difference between me and you is I have faith. I haven't, turn, I haven't spit on a crucifix. I have not turned my back on that. It's the power, power of prayer that I believe is going to cure me. And um, not only that, and I also believe this, uh, through the power of prayer, I'll be able to breathe underwater. I have that faith. And once I can do that, I'll live my dream, which is to walk to France from New York City underwater the entire time. Um, two of the things I'm working on that are a problem is uh, really heavy shoes and how to keep a sandwich that fresh, that far under the ocean. It's a long trip. Um, and I love having you there backing me up. Give me those short peppers. Who do I need? Fez. What's your real name, though? Johnny Skipper. Johnny right? Skipper. Johnny Skipper is that part of Fez's personality that he feels better about himself. Um... Steve, you're on Renefez. Hey, guys. In a world of, of cancer and AIDS and diabetes and the flu, it's nice that we have a hero such as Ronnie to, to take the time and shine the spotlight on big, the big causes like, like appendicitis. Look, I don't know if there's going to be a giant statue built in my honor. I hear some rumors about it. Great. I've sketched some stuff doesn't matter to me though 
I always like to say, if I could just save one person from this, I'll feel like a failure. I need to save everyone. Everything has to be totally and 100% stamped out before. And if this thing happens, I honestly don't want a statue. What I'd like is for the United States of America to have their name changed to Ron Bennington. So the kids could grow up saying, I live in Ron Bennington. Or remember when South Ron Bennington tried to get away from North Ron Bennington, and then the North Ron Bennington just had to kick the fucking shit out of it? And that, ha that, that still hangs over Rustin's head, knowing that the South is 0-1. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Ronnie, KC, you're on my fez. Ronnie, love you, buddy. But it seems like every time I turn on the radio, you're talking about your problems and you're so upset. I mean, let's go back to Fezzy with the breakfast. I mean, that's that's real radio. All right. Um, go ahead, Fez. Well, my breakfast that I brought in was not appreciated today. Did you like the sandwich? I did not finish mine. To know then. This is a very. Uh, you didn't eat yours? I, Why didn't you show those guys that you could eat it and then they would have to? I didn't care for the sauce on it. <laughs> That's what the guys are saying, though. Yeah, but I Why you did that before? <laughs> So only the person who bought it is allowed to say what it if it tastes good or not. I think so. Uh, I got an, uh, a text from a friend of mine. Uh, somebody who says they really respect uh, Rana Fez, Mike Francesa from Mike and the Mad Dog. That was very surprising to hear. Uh, particularly after all the bad uh, Dave's bad. Uh, Impressions. I'll have to get a hold of him and see if he wants to do Mike and the Ron Dog, which I would love to. Um, so, Fez, you're going back and forth on how you feel today. Sometimes you feel great, and uh, sometimes you don't feel so good. Actually, it's just uh, it's all around shitty today. Like your breakfast? Uh, Michelle, Buffalo, you're on a Fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. I had my appendix taken out when I was a student in France. They're really into delicacies. You think they ate it? They may, uh, because I, uh, I'm going to actually do a French restaurant tonight, and I'm going to have the pancreas. And supposedly it's terrific. It might be mine. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, Drew, you're on Rana Fez. Hey, uh, Stink Nuts card holder number 23. Hmm. That's... People are loving the st stink nuts. Stink nuts. Stink nuts. Stink nuts. Uh, still no stink nuts in yet, huh? No. No stink nuts. Uh, I got a long email from uh, stink nuts yesterday. I couldn't make it past the second line. I can't read the long emails. Hey, those are just problems. Fuck that. Uh, yeah, Twitter 144 is as far as I can go. 144 characters. Um, that's it. Did we lose that guy? Hmm. I missed him. What else was he going to throw in there? It was something good. Um, 
Anthony, you're on running Fez. Yeah, Roddy, I got a Mike Francis's quote from the paper. It says, okay. uh, Ron and Fez are fantastic. Fantastic are Ron and Fez. Dog. I never would have let I never would have let um Dave get away with that impression if I know that he respected us so much. Um Fez, how's the opening? Um, I'm reworking it now. Let I me, threw out me, all my stuff. Let me just hear what you have right now. I don't have anything. I just I tossed out all the stuff. I don't have anything right now. You you had stuff? Well, any idea I was going to have, I just decided you tossed, to go. You tossed out the ideas. Yeah. All right, it's due last Friday. Right. Yeah, and I haven't gotten it done. Well, tell me, show me what you got so far. Hiya, buddies. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Let's get ready to drop our pants. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Hey, what's that between my ass cheeks? Stuff like that. That would be every morning? Just gay jokes? Yeah, kind of build it up, get people excited. Hmm. Uh, Dave, California, you're on Ron and Fez. Hey, what's up, Ronnie B? In yeah. 1978, I was nine years old. We went to Lake Tahoe. Uh, the night before, I thought I ate a whole bunch of Captain Crunch, and I thought I had a stomachache, and I had appendicitis. See, uh, it, I went to the hospital, man. It was the worst feeling ever. I thought it was just aching like a son of a bitch. That's because I thought I ate Captain Crunch. Yeah. Captain Crunch will actually rip through your entire system, though. It could also even destroy the top of your uh, of your mouth. You have to be very... You have to limit... The Captain Crunch, the, the dry Captain Crunch that you can eat. Are you serious? This sounds fucked up. <laughs> What's that? Captain Crunch? Yeah, it's supposed to be kid cereal. You Why never, is it destroying your mouth? You never had it before? No, I, I, my parents, everybody that's sugary shit. They just gave me fucking cornflakes with no sugar on it. A second well, bowl is deadly to your mouth. You got to really soak it down. How are you liking the new uh, opener that Fez is doing? It's getting there. I, I think he's trying to just get out of doing it. I don't know. He still has a little bit of time to put something together. Um, you're going to start uh, on the production stuff, though, huh, Fez? Yes. Running your own? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know if I'll be running my own, but... But training in it. Yeah. Hmm. Exciting, huh? Um, let's go over here to Andy in Memphis. Yeah. Hey, Fuzzy. Fuzzy, quick question for you. Have you checked your vagina for sand today? You sound a little cranky. I'm out! Nope, that's one thing that doesn't need to be packed. Why do you take that shit? Why don't you lay into them? I don't know. That's not one of the words you're supposed to be using, right? Right. That hurt you? That I asked? No, that I didn't. Did you want to? Yeah. All right. Next caller, just fucking lay into. Just fucking lay them out. Todd, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Dick Holder 169, buddy. What can we do for you? Hey, man. That Captain Crunch scared a shit out of the upper roof of your mouth, man. Uh, It'll fucking... Yeah, not as bad as my cock will. Oh, so... my God, Fez. You're yeah. back. 
Fez is back! Fez is back! Why don't you eat an adult cereal, asshole? Then maybe you won't have to worry about it. Um, still tiptoeing in, Fez. Okay. If I'm be totally honest, you waited for him to finish. You didn't. Then you're kind of you're kind of punching off the back foot. You're punching off the back foot there. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Where do you want to punch? Front foot. Why? Well, if back foot's the wrong foot, then just trying front, to guess. Front would be the right one. Just trying to guess there. Trying to go with it. Why don't I do this? Why don't I just call Rustin in here and you just end up laying him out? I'll ask him something. You just fucking go after him. Oh, you, you don't want to? I, I don't know how it's going to work out. Rather just take a break? You think you're. No, that's okay. No, because Rustin might be ready for you. No, I can do it. The I don't know how it's going to work out. Not front foot. That's back foot stuff. All right. Why don't we take a break here? And uh, shut her down. That give you a little time that you need. No, I'm good. I'm good. You, we can bring Rustin in. Mm. Uh, Vince in Ohio, you're on running Fez. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, is Fezzy there? He's right here. Really? Is he going to yell at me or what? What do you want, Vince? Who? Uh, maybe I just want to hear your voice, Fez. Uh, yeah, you'll hear it in your nightmares. No, I won't. It'll be the last voice you hear, jerk. How'd you feel about that one? Stupid. Why? Didn't seem to make any sense, really. I, I didn't, if we were doing an acting exercise, I don't think that you believed. Mm. That's what I would say. Do you think he had the belief factor there, Hicks? No, you just got to put some heart in that. Yeah. Uh, George, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, I wanted to see what's up with Steak Nuts. Uh, just check your own pants. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's John in Jersey. Hey, where's Fez? I'm right here. What do you want? Hey, you're just a jerk head. How about that? You know what? It's very weird. I'm hearing your voice. You sound bald to me. You sound bald I, and unattractive. I got plenty of hair. I wrote it. On your thing. ass, yeah. You're, I'm sure. You got hair on your ass. Oh, and you'd love to come plow it, wouldn't you? I like that last line. I didn't understand the bald thing. Like, even if the guy was bald, um, I don't know how that gets him. But I did love that you'd, you'd love to come plow it. Let people know the worst thing could happen. You know? They could have sex with you. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Watley picking up strength as the show's going on today. Uh, Kevin, you're running Fez. Fez, get rid of your um, psychiatrist. And get rid of your phone and don't call. Stay away from the carbs, dude. Uh, is your mom named Carbs? That's good. Bring his own mother into it. Chris in Maine. Hey, Fez, you pig-eyed fuck. Why don't you stop ruining the show and put a bullet in your fucking head? Oh, all right, yeah. You provide the gun. Hmm? Wait a minute. Was that a real joke? No, that was just stupid. No, wait. <laughs> it, was meant, it was meant to be like a show up. 
And it uh, came out completely wrong. So you say, why don't you provide the gun? Yeah, like it was uh, in my head. It sounded like, why don't you come down here? You really want people to come down here? Not with guns. Um, that's pretty exciting, though, Fizz, that you're willing to fight people. Um, let's go to Bob in Florida. You're on Fez. Hey, Fezzy. I'll you, jack you off until you come. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it'll be your pleasure. You would enjoy it. You'd brag to all your friends. You'd be writing about it. You'd be telling your grandchildren about it. I noticed that a lot of your put-down jokes happen to be people having sex with you. You see yeah. that as one of the worst things that could happen? No, but I think they do. Mm. They do, so that's how I'm getting them. Uh, John, you're on running Fez. Hey, I'm calling to uh, speak with Lady Trucker's fuck toy. Oh, really? You should have just called your own voicemail. Listen to your own voice. Come on, Fez, you can do better than that. I don't have to do better than that for you, Tennessee boy. I didn't get the last part. Just he's in Tennessee. I'm in New York City. I'm better than him. Oh, okay. Um, Jeremy, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. Well, I got so quite the news this morning. My uh, my wife of six years uh, said she didn't love me anymore. She's leaving with my four-year-old. Wow. Uh, everything I've worked for, I'm losing. And uh, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to fight anybody. But uh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to beat off in her shampoo bottle. Maybe that's why she left. Maybe it's good that the four-year-old's out of there. That's all right. I'm sure she's already hooked up with someone else that your four-year-old's calling daddy now. Wow. Steve-O, you're on running Fez. Hey, Fezzy. Batman sucks. He has AIDS. That one just hurt. Yeah, it just made no sense. Batman's good, and he's healthy. Don't worry, Fez. Taking some of that inner rage, putting it out? Yeah. Feeling good? Not great, but getting there. Is that what the shrink likes you to say? No. What's he like? He wants me to feel great. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Mike and Maine, you're on Fez. Uh, yeah, Fez. Yes. Uh, in a relationship, you said you wanted to be an asshole. What kind of asshole would you be? One with a dick in it? Um, yeah, something that resembles Mike from Maine. Really? Yeah. Yes, really. Yes, I you said it. You don't have to ask really. I said it. You don't you have to come back and ask for uh, confirmation on it. I put it out there. I think you look like an asshole with a dick in it. Now, do you actually believe any of these things, or is this something you're just trying? I believe in them. Uh, Kane, you're on running Fez. Hey, this is Kane Pole Trucker. Fezzy, I'm going to push you down and throw your girl's bike in the ditch. Yeah, come get my ditch. Yeah, you you want to <laughs> crawl around in my ditch. Enjoy yourself there. The ditch is your ass? Uh-huh. 
And again, worst thing ever. Sex with you? Uh, for the for him, yeah. Hmm. How many breaks have we taken so far today, Hicks? <laughs> we fight way back there. I'm just asking people to pay attention to things for me while I'm on the phones. Uh, who are you on the phones with? No, I was on the phones because uh, blew up and the uh, interns will slow on. Them they right can't now. keep up with it for right now. See if there's a movie. They're shooting a movie on my way in called Mr. Popper's Penguins. I don't know whether that was uh, real or uh, false. Here's uh, Pirate Trucker. You're on my face. Hey, Fezzy, I heard that Kevin Smith make Batman piss himself like you do. Yeah, I don't piss myself, but I, if I did, I'd wait till the pirate trucker was driving by. Try to aim in the window. Um, he had him piss in a thing? In one of the comics? Um, I don't know about that. You've never read the Kevin Smith Batmans? I, I've, read the, I've read a lot of Batmans, but I don't remember the uh, pissing thing. You ever read any of the ones that Kevin Smith wrote? Um, no, I guess not. No. Mr. Powers Penguins, it's a uh, children's book that's being made into a movie coming out in 2012. And they can they can afford to shoot Manhattan? Who's in it? Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. That fucking answers it. Um, Bruce, you're on my Fez. Hi, Fezzy. What the fuck do you want? It's me, Chuck Wagon. No, it's not. So shut the fuck up. Why don't you go get your own gimmick? Thank God, this is an XL. You want to cheat? You want to eat each other's ass again? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bend over. Off. You start eating mine, fucking first, asshole. What's got you upset, Fizz? The ass eating? No. What was it, Chuck Wagon? Just the fucking annoyance of. It's not even Chuck Wagon, but let me call up and be Chuck Wagon, act like I'm Chuck Wagon. Not an original thought. Not made you cry? No, it's just frustrating. These fucks don't make me cry. I make me cry. What? Hicks, make sure no one calls in as Chuck Wagon. Got it. Because that gets him upset. Um, hey, Chuck Wagon, you're on the Ryan Fed show. Oops. Chuck Wagon, you there? Mm. Uh, here's Chuck Wagon, you're on Ryan Fez. Hey, is Fezzy there? Yeah, he's right here. Fezzy, I gotta tell you something. You are a smart dude, you're handsome, and you're a last fucking riot. I don't need your fucking compliments. Except, man! Go kiss someone else's ass. You're awesome! Yeah, you stink. Not returning the compliment. How come? Because they don't mean it. What's going on over there today? Feel like you got strong enough on people? Yeah. Feel like you proved the point? I think so. What happens with the think? Remember? Yeah, I'd say yes. I think we need to take a break here, don't we, Hicks? Yeah, we've gone two hours. 
Two hours. I'll be right back. Uh, and you know what? I'm g- giving a chance for Hicks to be in the spotlight. Hicks, there's some story you said that was just driving out of your, you, out of your fucking full head. Yeah, it's some whacked out sto- uh, story about genetically engineered animals they're trying to sell us. It's fucking scary. All right. Uh, we'll try to figure this out right after the jump. It's Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. The virus on Sirius XM. You're Jizza, the genius. Right. And you're Rizza, a.k.a. Bobby Digger. Yeah, you know it's a Bobby, yo. You know it's a Bobby. And you're Bill Murray. Bill Groundhog Day Ghost Busting Ass Murray. Who you gonna call? I know. Just don't kill me. Cover next to the shockwave sensual bubble on the motherboard, yes. Push up over low, legendary heavy glow and sunshine on the road. Uh, Bill Murray, city years old today, city. Uh, I think one thing we can all agree in life that we love Bill Murray. I never uh, run into people who just say to me, don't like Bill Murray, Uh, don't care for him. And the other great thing about Bill Murray is people don't even expect him to be a nice person, and they still like him. Like, you'll hear occasionally... A bad Bill Murray story, and people go, well, whatever. He's still Bill Murray. Where there are other people, they could be known as a nice guy forever. They do one thing, and people are like, no, I don't like him. But with Bill Murray, uh, we look at him, and we accept him, no matter what he did. Occasionally, you're like, oh, somebody tried to give Bill Murray a, um, an autograph thing. He wiped his ass with it. We're like, yeah, fucking Bill Murray's great. We just yes. love him. Free pass for that man. He's brilliant for all the work he's given us. Come on. He gets a uh, a free pass, and of course he's in uh, Get Low, another uh, small movie that is not uh, Ghostbusters three, and people are still like, I don't care, I like it. Now uh, speaking of going back in time here, Keanu Reeves says he wants to do another Bill and Ted, uh, and he wants this one. He's coming up on uh, I think fifty. He'll be fifty in a couple years, and he's like. If we get this thing together, it'll be done when I'm 50 years old. And I think that would be perfect. Uh, Hicks, would you want to see it? Oh, definitely. I want to see the Wild Stallions fucking reunion. It's going to be awesome. Keanu Reeves is a person that people bust his balls a little bit. He doesn't get the Bill Murray thing. No, he gets destroyed. But in the last few months, it was that weird uh, internet campaign of him sitting alone on a bench. Because people, people, love him. Yeah, people, like, uh, people like when celebrities... Get sad when they get sad. They're like, uh, "Well, let's uh, let's pick them up," and then when they're happy, they're like, "Oh, let's push them down." And, and I think that's going on with Keanu Reeves. There's more sad, lonely Keanu Reeves pictures that keep coming out. Now it's like trying to capture him in that moment. It's the same picture. They just Photoshop it to make it look sadder and sadder, and it becomes this thing where America is acting like they're witty, but they're just doing. The same joke over and over. So then you'll eventually get around with that. That Keanu Reeves is a sad, lonely guy. Even though it got started as a joke. Um, and that's why Thinning Cap, right? Thinning Cap uh, comes in. All right, Hicks. Uh, by the way, again, I wish there was... Is there any kind of the songs in Delat like Happy Bill Murray uh, Day or Congratulations, Bill Murray, you're 60 today? Or, uh, hey, great job in Caddyshack 
and meatballs and all those movies, but today is your special day. I'll do a search. But yeah, do a search to see. Yeah, do a search to see. Hey, you weren't. You were in the first cast of Saturday Night Live, but you weren't there the first year. But you did win our hearts, and now we like you even more than Chevy Chase. Is there a song like that? None's coming up. Hmm. Weird. All right, maybe we'll just play I'm All, right, I'm all right Then, and like that little fucking groundhog. Uh, not groundhog. That was what? A gopher. That's right, gopher. Uh, but, Hicks, you had a story. A story that was, you said, driving you just fucking crazy today. Very frightening. Uh, the FDA is going to have a two-day meeting starting today on whether or not they should start selling genetically engineered salmon. These are salmon that they've created in a lab. And they want to create them, farm them, and put them out in the open. And right, Hold on. They want to create them, farm them, and then you say put them out in the open. What's the open? Uh, and, and whatever, where regular salmon go. Just release them, you release them yeah. to mix with other salmon. Yeah. Sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It's horrifying. They're saying that there's unknown allergies that could be affecting humans since they've never been eaten. The FDA said it's safe <coughs> to eat, but it hasn't been tested yet. I saw one of those salmon. They were on TV. Um, I think it was on 60 Minutes. And this salmon, the weird thing about it is it looks exactly like a regular salmon, except for it has amazingly sad eyes. And this salmon was sitting around, and it just it came up to the surface, and only lightly you could hear, help me. And I don't know what it is, and I found out that they're mixing it with human DNA. Oh. That the reason that this salmon is so damn delicious is they're mixing it with baby DNA. So it's, you know, you get the same salmon taste that we all love, but with the texture of baby fat. And it's got the intelligence of a human. Oh, God, I didn't see that on 60 Minutes. Um, hold on, Mark uh, already feels a little something about this. Um, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Remember, you ignorant slut. They are going to be aqua farms. They're going to be in farms. They're not going to be released in the wild. They're going to be controlled and contained. Yeah, that'll work out great. Now, what is your problem with that, Hicks? What it's is wrong with having you been baby salmon, controlled and contained, and then it's going to make sushi even more delicious? It's not. It's science food. It can end up killing all of us. Well, I'm going to bring up another science food corn syrup and that has turned out to be just fantastic for this country so uh they want to go with corn sugar now who's they the corn syrup industry oh they i want to change their name what, to corn sugar wouldn't well why would that be better they think it uh it's corn syrup has gotten such a bad rap that they need to move away from it right kind of like when airtran went into the swamp and they changed the airline's name what or, the, i mean val value jet crashed a plane and they changed to Airtran. Huh? Um, but does the name Sugar ever have that thing? Remember when all the cereals got away from the name Sugar. So why don't they just call it this? It might help out. Corn poison. Well, you just go to corn poison, that way people know what they're given. Uh, or call it Airtran. Or Value Jet. Um, let's go over here to Chris and what I like to now call Chris Constant. Oh, that's awesome, Ronnie. Thanks, buddy. Like a million bucks. 
You know what? You know I feel like a buck three eighty, but Fez and I are battling back today, aren't we, Air Trend? Yep. Uh, what do you great. got? Yeah. I was thinking the Bill Murray thing. Is it because he's an old crotchety, not real good looking guy, and Keanu Reeves is a real good looking guy, and people hate when good looking people do well because people tend to just give them stuff because they're good looking. Uh, you know, I think the reason that we love Bill Murray, it's all part of personality. Uh, see, here's the thing. There are certain people that are cool on purpose. Uh, I'll give you Sam Jackson, the bad motherfucker. He's definitely cool, but he sets out in the morning like, how can I do something cool? Miles Davis was cool on purpose the way he dressed his music the women he was with definitely meant to be cool bill murray uh will actually dress bad to downright silly the hair is never look uh together um he's definitely not cool on purpose but at the end of the day he's a hundred percent cool and i think the reason is Bill Murray knows exactly who he is. And he's comfortable with the things about himself that he doesn't like. If I could give you our version of that, it's Fez Watley. Where Fez Watley, you're comfortable in your own skin. You're totally accepting of yourself, right? And you know when you're being poked fun at. You're able to do all those things. I think that's why we love Bill Murray. The other reason that we love Bill Murray is that the height of his commercial fame, he said to himself, I don't want to really be doing this. I'll just get involved in weird independent films. Normally people who go, oh, I'll get involved in weird independent films. It's because, oh, they had three or four fucking misses in a row with the Hollywood movies and the Hollywood people don't want them. They would have loved Bill Murray. He just didn't give a fuck about them. Um, when he did Ghostbusters, he said this. The only way that I'll do this stupid Ghostbusters film is let me do Razor's Edge. And Razor's Edge is fucking amazing. Now, people didn't go to see it because it wasn't hysterical. But I saw Razor's Edge when I was a young person and I went to myself. I have the feeling he's right. I have the feeling that is what life is like. And now that, you know, time has gone by, it's 100% right. But to do this weird movie, a period piece that nobody was going to show up with, he was willing to go and do the stupid Ghostbuster thing. That's the only way. Now, if you, I'm sure he has to hear the name Ghostbuster every fucking day of his life. He's okay with it. He shows up in uh, Brooklyn having a hell of a time. Then you'll hear of him. Oh, he's in Sweden having a hell of a time. Getting arrested for drunk driving a fucking golf cart. Bill Murray is a man's man. They went to that house party and there were pictures of him doing dishes and shit. Yeah. It was the best ever. Now, the, also the thing, and this gets forgotten in today's world, is that you have a feeling if you said to Bill Murray, hey, did you ever read this book and you brought up the title? He would go, yeah. I did read it. The other thing I loved about him is he said he never saw any Seinfeld except for the last episode. And he thought it sucked. 
uh, doesn't get it. Why do people watch this show? So he's more likely to be reading some obscure book than he is to watch in TV. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. John. Yeah. You know what's great about Bill Murray? What's that? My seven-year-old loves him. My 14-year-old loves him. Uh, my dad. He, it's all generations. He's fucking hilarious. But it's very, very weird. There's plenty of funny people. Jim Carrey is a funny person. And yet we all don't have this, oh, let's all embrace Jim Carrey. Eddie Murphy's done many funny movies. Bigger movies than Bill Murray does, but we don't have this. Let's embrace Eddie Murphy. There's something different uh, that Bill Murray does, and again, it's not because he's the kindest man in the world or the sweetest man in the world. We've all seen and read things where Bill Murray shows up for interviews in a very dark fucking place. He gets very fucking dark. But we still accept it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Bill, in Boston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Bill Murray owns like a local baseball team here, kind of like a farm league. He has part ownership in it. Mm -hmm. He sits in the regular stands just randomly. He doesn't sit in any special seats. And my uncle happened to be next to him one day, and he literally just talked about food the whole time with him. And my uncle didn't know my uncle from a hole in the wall. Just fucking talk to him. And it's very weird. I've heard that from people who have run into him on golf courses, people that run into him in restaurants and bars. He just goes out and hangs out. And the weird thing is he's this huge movie star, doesn't have an agent, doesn't have an, a manager. Supposedly there's an answering machine somewhere that you call up and say to yourself, uh, Bill Murray, I'm going to try to pitch this. I hope you listen to it, and you may or may not listen to it. You never know when you're going to get them. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, hey, Truck, you're on the Run-Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, Razor's Edge, probably one of the best, greatest unknown movies of all time. I don't think it was that big in the theater at all. No, it wasn't. But it's also and, a remake. Yeah, and I, I just love it. I mean, when I saw that movie, I wanted to be Bill Murray. When he's sitting at the top of the mountain, and he's supposed to be getting knowledge, and he starts ripping the pages out of the book. That's amazing. He gets it. And, and, and you can't... Yeah, and, and I mean, that, that scene that also... Where he was saying, it was after uh, what happens to his chick, and he was like saying, I thought that if I did good things, I would, you know, could get some kind of thing, but that's not how life works. Um, it's an amazing fucking scene. It's amazing. He's actually a fucking great actor. Uh, but of course, you know, you don't always get that heat if you're a comedian. I would have loved to have seen him win the Oscar that time. Um, I wish we could say Oscar winner Bill Murray, but we don't live in that kind of world. Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, I think uh, one of Bill Murray's, uh, you know, that's, I guess, a little whatever cameos was in Zombieland where he's basically making fun of himself 
and how you know he acts in that movie. So, well, you know, I mean, even on beyond that, I mean, he doesn't really own this giant house in Beverly Hills with a big B and M everywhere with his own fucking paraphernalia sitting up. So he's actually making more than just himself, but the whole business and that whole thing of every compliment gets him right in the heart is just fucking hysterical. Tony in Florida, you're on a fez. Yeah, Ron, Bill Murray in the movie Stripes, you find yourself rooting for the funny guy to get the girl. Uh, when he gives her the Aunt Jemima treatment? Mm. Uh, Harmy training, sir. Very strange movie. It should have blown um, the weirdness of the Winnebago and, you know, the funny guy is running around being pro-military and anti-the Reds. It's just, it's a bizarre movie. Uh, and yes, it uh, works. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866 Ron Zero Fez. Here's Luke in LA. You're on one of Fez. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, back in the 90s, my wife was a photographer and she photographed Bill Murray. And after the shoot, he took the whole crew out for drinks and he was really cool and he flirted with the girls, but he obviously, to her, was not trying to take anybody home and fuck them, even though my wife is super hot. And she thought he was a real gentleman and silly at the same time. I have the feeling that uh, your wife did sleep with him, and that's the story that she came back with. Um, Steve in D.C., you're on Run Fez. Hey, buddies. How's it going? Yeah. I saw, uh, um, when you guys were in, in Virginia, do you remember where Winchester was? It's a little tiny yeah. uh, a country town. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Bill Murray's got family out there, and I uh, saw him at a, a little tiny steakhouse one night a couple years ago, just having a good time. Um, cool fella. You know, everybody has that kind of story about him. And the weird thing is he does very few interviews. I mean, he'll do Letterman because he and Letterman go uh, way back. He was Letterman's first guest. But he turns down interviews all the time. And then you see him on Anthony Bourdain's show. And you're like, well, this is a weird thing for him to do. But then you find out that the guy who owns the restaurant that they're in is Murray's friend. So it's a way of getting his... Um, friend's restaurant over. But th the other thing that's hysterical about Murray is that he often gets laughs with stuff that is all delivery, you know? And on that fucking thing, I remember laughing so hard when they were bringing up more food. Murray just looks at Anthony Bourdain and goes, um, all right, we're going to have sandwiches tomorrow um, because there's just too much food. But just the way he delivers it, it's still fucking perfect. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike, in Westchester, you're on a fez. Hey, boys. Uh, yeah. yeah, the flip side of Bill Murray being great is uh, Chevy Chase is an asshole. He also lives in the area in Westchester, and uh, he frequents a coffee shop in Mount Kisco. He's got a personal assistant that'll send people off to the past when they try and approach him for an autograph or, you know, just to say hello. So Bill Murray, awesome. Chevy Chase, asshole. It, it's very weird because, again, should um, Bill Murray get as much love from us as he does? I don't know. I don't know if Chevy should get as much fucking uh, annoyance feelings with people. I, there's something about Chevy that people are just really fucking rough on and something about Bill Murray that people are just really fucking easy on. And I always wondered, too, did Bill Murray, like, get the extra kind of love bounce 
after Belushi died. Because Belushi used to get a lot of fucking love from strangers. And then after he died, it seemed like Bill Murray got the Bill Murray amount and the Belushi amount. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's uh, go over here to uh, Chad. Chad, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, I don't know if you remember me. I actually did uh, middays on uh, Free FM, and I'm doing afternoon drive now. That it's a sports station. I used to intern right around the time you guys were there during the evenings. And I just want to say, like, I'm doing sports talk now, and I really, really enjoy listening to your show uh, before we go on. Oh, that's um, great, Chad. What, what station you at? You're at the JFK 106.7. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I remember you. How you doing, man? Good, man. I really just really enjoying the show, and um, you, you talk about Murray, and I, and I love when you guys bring this up. We had a chance to interview Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd one year, and Ramis was like promoting that, uh, what is that, Year Zero, that awful caveman movie that he made with Jack Black. But you talk with him about Murray, and he's like, look, he's a weird, weird guy. And I'm just curious, when you guys interview people and you talk about them and they're strange and aloof, how much of that do you think goes into how much people are drawn to them? Because I think that's one of the reasons why people like Bill Murray so much is that he, he wouldn't do like a coneheads. He wouldn't come out, you know, it, it, it was strange to see him in Zombieland talking about Ghostbusters because he just, he didn't do that for a long time. And I think he's a bit of an enigma. And that's why people are drawn to him more than they're drawn to like some of the guys you mentioned before, like Chevy Chase or like Dan Aykroyd. You know, I think that if you, uh, to be totally honest, if people knew how to fucking do it, they would do it. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, why could Muhammad Ali get away with saying so much vicious shit and then people still ended up loving him and not Joe Frazier, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's just like... You know, you don't know why you're kind of drawn to people, to some people you're not. Because Bill Murray is not the nicest guy in the whole world. It's fucking known that way. And yeah. yet, from the general public, he gets uh, complete love. Chevy Chase does not. You know? well, what do you, how do you gauge, like, those middle-of-the-road performances he had? Because everybody knows Stripes, everybody knows Ghostbusters, then you got in kind of more of his indie flicks, like Steve Zissou, and things like that. But, but when he did Groundhog Day, when he was doing What About Bob, and those are pretty much movies where it's just him, I mean, I, you know, Duvall's in What About Bob, but it's just him being him, and that was enough to keep you entertained in the movie. Well, I, I just think that you have to give him a lot of credit for that. I think, you know, Groundhog's Day, because it was a comedy, not a, people, a lot of people paid attention to it. But it is, I mean, it, it did very well and all, but I mean, critically. But now as the years go by, it's such a fucking brilliant film yeah. and brilliant performance that I, I think it's going to be really remembered. And, and you're right. I mean, it worked on like, and I think Ramos wrote that and directed it too, right? Yeah, I believe so. He was on that. He did. I mean, to hear him talk about working with Murray, it's just so surreal because you can get that stuff out of Ramis. Like, if you interview Ramis, he'll talk about those movies. He'll talk about their relationship. And you can't even get Murray on the phone. Right. I just also, before, I know you guys got a show to do, but I remember listening when I was running boards at JFK, and there was one time where Cameron Gray called in and asked what was wrong with Fezzi. And, Ron, you went crazy and said, I'm going to chase you down the road with the damn telephone. And it was just one of the most yeah. memorable like, instances in radio that I recall. Just kudos to you, man. I really enjoy the show. I, I appreciate it. And uh, thanks a lot, Chad. Best of luck to you, bro. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Um, yeah, I did have that meltdown. That's when Fez and I were trying. We had the deal from XM, and uh, CBS had promised us we could leave early 
Uh, but I forget what the holdup was. I forget what the holdup was. They wanted us to go to another town or something. Do you remember why after they said we could go, then they slowed down? It was um, so one guy had said we could go, and then all that oh, changed. Oh, I know, I know what it was. I know what it was. So they said we could go, but then as it went up further, they went, well, if we let them go, we want something else from XM. And they wanted some fucking thing that didn't happen to do something about a music thing or I forget. But so like months were dragging by and then we started thinking we're not going, you know, XM is just going to find somebody else or blah, blah. You know, these things can fuck up. So it started getting surly and Fez, that's when your melting down started. Mm-hmm. And I forget why he called and left a message. Something to do with you. Anyway, it made you cry. And then I fucking took it out on him and said, if that fucking phone ever rings again, I think I said I'm going to tear it out and chase him down the street with it, which doesn't even fucking make sense. But it's just one of those things that all the people who worked there were like, yes, finally. You get, again, you can get credit for shit that you don't deserve. But I, it, it, it's so... Everything, and I brought this up to uh, Ant the other day, in this business, like, everything is so great until it's not. And an O&A are going through this, you know, time right now where you're like, come on, really? Seriously? Um, and I, I promised I wouldn't even bring up this other fucking conversation I had today with someone else, but <laughs> they... It seems like some of the people that are your bosses have never listened to the show, so they're like going, what happened with this one thing? And you're like, dude, do you ever listen to what is fucking said here? You're going to be out of your mind. This is, it, this is not the weird part of it, the whole thing. What we do for a living is the weird part of it. And then what gets really strange is when you go... What was that one thing that you said? You gotta, you gotta be fucking kidding me! I come in here every goddamn day with a giant white wall that I have to paint, and then while I'm away, somebody comes in and whites out all the fucking things I drew. My big stupid Franklin fucking graffiti wall. They there's like little fucking elves that come in and paint it white again. So I got to repaint it. Then you're going to go back and ask me what I said 8, 10, 15 white walls ago? I don't fucking know. I'm sure it was just as bad as what you heard. Maybe it was even worse. Who knows? Um, Ken, Ken, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hi, Ron. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, I just want to say there's a, a real similarity between Robin Williams' serious roles and Bill Murray's serious roles as in... They don't get enough credit. Bicentennial Man, and there was another one. Oh, I think, please. I, I can't even be in this. I can't be in this conversation when you bring up Bicentennial Man to me as being. I, I watched Bicentennial Man, and I was hoping someone would come in and choke me to death. And I would never say a bad thing about Robin Williams, but there's plenty of things that he does that are just fucking unbearable. Um, the weird thing, though, is you go back. Robin Williams, far more successful career on stage and in the movies in terms of making money than Bill Murray. But I don't think he has that love 
that fucking Bill Murray gets. And I think part of it has to do with, to go back to it, is fucking Robin Williams asked for our love. Uh, I'm not sure if Bill Murray does. I think he's just fucking happy enough on his own. Robin L.A., you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie, big fan. I just wanted to say, you know, in addition to all of Bill Murray's obvious views, I think there's something about a genuine recluse, and we don't very, you know, have many of those these days, especially in Hollywood, but I think people in general are just, you know, attracted to those kind of people. Like, you Except want to be for you, you don't want to be around you. But see, here's the thing. There's nothing reclusive about Bill Murray. He's out more than most fucking people. And when he's in Chicago, he acts like a guy in Chicago. When he's in New York, he walks around and acts like a New Yorker. It's just the exact opposite. He's not going... You, you think that he's a recluse because he's not showing up on other people's red carpets. And then on the weird part was, if he wanted to, he would, though. It's not like he wouldn't show up at a red carpet. He's just going to go around doing the stuff he wants to. Um... Riz are right. He's Bill Murray. Bill fucking Groundhog Day Murray. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, you're the man. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Do you ever think about how uh, similar Fez is there to What About Bob? Well, we've talked about that in the past, and it's actually one of your favorite movies, right, Fez? Yeah, it is. It's right up there. And why is that? Um, I think it's because, you know, when I first saw it, it was when I was dealing with phobias, not so much anxiety, and it just, it nailed it for me. It just, the ridiculousness of a phobia that you can't control, it just seemed perfect. I thought it was the best, I, I thought it was the best way to describe phobias, and it really just seemed like my life anyway. Besides being hysterical, it just, it seemed uh, uh, just like what I was going through. Um, Darren, you're on the Run of Fez show. Go ahead, Darren. Oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I actually went to school with both uh, Bill Murray's kids, Homer and Luke. And, He's uh, got more than two. Uh, yeah, I, uh, they're the only two that I happened to be in school with at the time. But that doesn't anyway. make them his only kids. Ah, great. Anyways, uh, he would show up on Saturdays for all the breakfasts and football games and stuff like that. And not only is he a, a great guy to talk with, but uh, he would show up with this giant bongo drum. And he would just sit down on the sidelines beating that thing with a tribal beat to try and psych out the other team. And I, just the perfect description of the guy. He's just really down to earth, but he's just really kind of, you know, silly in that sort of way. He'll kind of get you uh, psyched out a little bit. But, uh, uh, that's the strangest story I think I've heard yet. The beating on the tribal drum on the sidelines. Yeah. Well, it's Bill Murray. He can do whatever he likes. He's earned the right. That is true. Aaron in Wisconsin, you're in run of Fez. Uh, yeah, just uh, Bill Murray, uh, Rushmore. The part where he uh, gives a note to the lady and then just runs away. Best scene ever. Uh, God, my favorite thing is in that movie is never in my wildest dreams did I think I would have kids like this. I thought that is just so, the fact that he's just so disconnected from those ugly red-headed kids of his. Fucking hysterical. And the thing where he just goes and tries to sit on the bottom of the pool just to get a little fucking relief is hysterical. Uh, Dave, in New York, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing today? Good. 
Uh, I was just calling to let you know, I have a buddy who caddied for uh, Bill Murray up in Sleepy Hollow Country Club. And uh, when he was done with the rounds, he brought him over to the gift shop and bought him like $200 worth of caddy gear uh, just for caddying for him for the day. Uh, and again, we go back. You always hear these kind of stories. You hear them all over New York. Bill Murray came in here. He did that. And at the same time, he doesn't seem like he's got any kind of real commitment to his career um, in terms where people start thinking about themselves as a brand. You never hear about that. Did you see Rushmore, Fez? Uh, I saw Rushmore a long time ago. Didn't have the same What About Bob for you, huh? No. No what about my Bob, my very favorite Bill Murray movie? What about my Bob? Uh, Is that what I said? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Brian. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, I went to law school in Chicago years okay, ago. Okay, well, I got two radio shows, so we're each doing very well, and there's no sense in putting one above the other. Well, Bill Murray was at a um, charity golf tournament that I uh, went to, and I think the thing about him that you're kind of talking about is he's not Hollywood at all. You you go over and talk to him. He doesn't really he's not really interested in talking about himself or his movies. He's got no ego. He just wants to have a good time, and he'll ask you about yourself. And it's like the total opposite. He puts you at ease, and he's just a quietly hysterical person. And and it's just he's just a great person. Someone you would really want to be friends with. He's like your friend's father that everyone loves. You know. And, and, um, there's a YouTube thing of him jumping out of the plane with the Marines. Uh, at the Chicago Air and Sea show, that is just fucking hysterical. He's never skydived before. They go way up, and just on the way down, he's tandem diving with this marine. He just acts like for a second that he's swimming, and it's so fucking funny to me. Um, Rhino, Minnesota, your manifest. Hey, uh, a while back, I was at a St. Paul Saints game, their minor league team up in St. Paul, and after the game. Bill Murray was there, and these little kids are waiting to get their baseballs signed, and he's grabbing all their baseballs, signing his name to them, and these little kids are like, who the fuck is this guy? And people, the parents are like, hey, let him do it, man, let him do it. No, he's a, but he's a great guy, though. Um, what About My Bob is probably, out of all the films, well, I like My Rushmore also, and My Stripes, and My Meatballs. But there's another one. Meatballs should have been a piece of shit movie. It's another stupid summer camp movie. And you'll never fucking turn meatballs off if that movie comes on. You'll actually yell from the people in the other room, meatballs is on. Honey, come in here. Meatballs is on. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Where's my Scrooge drink? <laughs> um, again... Should be terrible. I don't fucking turn it off. Fuck no. Fuck no. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's get over here to um, my canon would be actually what I like to start referring to it. Um, Jay, you're on fez What's up, Ronnie? Yeah. Um, I was in the city one day uh, with some friends. We were hanging out, um, and we're walking down. I don't remember what part of the city. I was probably downtown, but we were just walking, and I don't know where Bill Murray, and she was with some guys walking right the opposite way. So I kind of looked at him and nodded, and all our friends, as she's walking by, I nodded him, and 
he stops, turns to me, and, hey, how you doing? He shakes my hand, starts just walking with us, having a kind of, like, asking what we're doing today. He walks us all the way to this burger shop that we were going to get some, like, a burger in, and he just went on. It was insane. It was one of the nicest things. It's, it's very weird, you know what I mean? Like, I try not to be personality-based with people and more just about their art, but it's almost like this guy lives his life like an artist all the time. Not some stupid comic who makes, um, you know, is looking for his next big hit. There's something about Bill Murray. What about my Bob? Uh, and that's your favorite, Fez? I take a lot of ownership with that one. Because you had phobias? And you can relate? Yeah. None of the other ones matter as much to you because you didn't have those things. Fez, I, you know what I think your favorite movie would be? A guy who has phobias, a secret, was born in Pinellas Park, uh, and then moved to New York City. That's something I think um, you would love. Steve, you're on a Fez. How about my Royal Tenenbaums and my Mr. Fox? He's classic and perfect in every Wes Anderson movie. Love uh, Royal Tenenbaums, even though his uh, his part was so small. Love Bill Murray in that. And isn't it weird? You don't run into people who go, you know whose movies I don't like is Bill Murray's. You just don't run into them. You don't run into fucking people who say that. You don't run into guys. You don't run into women. You don't run into little kids. If you do, kill that person because they may be demon possessed. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, in your favorite film by him, Fez, uh, what about my Bob? My favorite scene is it's the horse sense of the guy. Now, again, why should that be so fucking funny? I've seen that movie 50 times. And every time he says it's the horse sense of the guy, I fucking, um, I drop off. Jason, you're on a Fez. Yeah, I just want to see if Fezzy saw uh, him on Don't Cancel My Reservations with Anthony Bourdain. He was uh, pretty down to earth on that show. You ever see that, Fez? No, I didn't see that episode. I think you would love it. Uh, and you see him, he looks like, the two of them look like they were drinking a little bit. And he was being a little spiritual, a little mystical. Bringing up, like, what brought us together at this moment. Um, he was fucking hysterical on it. And Bourdain was, like, trying to keep his shit together. But, you know, in the back of his head, he's going like this. You know, all right, this is going to be right up there when the time where I tried to go over to Palestine and a war started. Was that Palestine that he was at that the war broke out? I thought it was Lebanon. You're right. It was Lebanon. <laughs> I was wrong, Fezzy. Uh -huh. I'm stupid. Uh-huh. I'm stupid. I'm so fucking shit. I'm so fucking shit. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Eddie, you're on Fez. Ronnie B., it's a pleasure. Yeah, a pleasure for me, too. Hey, you know, I was wondering what you thought of uh, the man who knew too little. I mean, to me, next to, next to what about my Bob, that's one of my favorites. And again, it should not. It should not be good. It's a ridiculously stupid movie. Bill Murray shouldn't have picked it. And I won't turn off that fucking stupid film. His part of My Wild Things was pretty fucking entertaining, too. Again, what was he doing in that piece of shit movie? And he was hysterical in it. It's a random shitty lawyer with a brace around his neck. Yeah. What? 
Um, it's weird. And, you know, we haven't even brought up the, probably the film that he's probably going to be uh, remembered for is the one with Sofia Coppola. And that whole, he whispers something into the chick's ear. And and you know why women love that film? What's the name of that film? Lost in Translation. My Lost, Lost in My Translation, which, perfect title. But women love that film because he didn't fuck her. And women are like, that's how much that he was crazy about her, but he was still drawn. He did the right thing. Where there's so, it's so rare in any film to see the character do the right thing. Women love that fucking film. Uh, Keith, you're on Hey, Ron, you know, I'll, you guys are talking about all of Murray's movies, but I, um, one that I always enjoyed was Where the Buffalo Roam, and you never heard anybody discussing that one. Um, again, because. Even though Murray was terrific in that, the script was a little off, nobody could understand it, but he was fucking brilliant as Hunter Thompson. I watched that fucking film again probably 50 times. Um, let's go over to uh, John. John in Jersey, you're in Manifest. Hey, Ron, I was wondering what you thought about Life Aquatic. I mean, that's another Wes Anderson film, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I love it. There's, I, I've talked to people who aren't as crazy about that one, but for me, that comes down to... Uh, Probably two scenes. One where he just throws his fucking earring away when he hears people talking about him. Uh, but it still hurts. And uh, two, when all of a sudden, like an action hero, he just goes running into the shit. That he's not some guy who can't back up what he says. He's just fucked up while he does it. But the scene that will always remind me most of that film of just Bill Murray and his personality is when he picks up the kid at the end of that. And he's walking along with that little kid. There's something about Bill Murray. You can't get around it. You cannot get around it. Uh, it is his 60th birthday. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Fred, Westchester, you're in a Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. I got. Uh, I met Bill Murray when I was in high school. The high school that I went to had a an old abandoned mansion, and I uh, was when they were filming My Royal Tenenbaums. And uh, we're what me and my buddy are walking past this trailer, and we see this big fucking scary dude with a giant beard. And all of a sudden, I look over and I'm like, "Holy shit, you're Bill fucking Murray!" And he just looks over him and he goes, "You're fucking right, I am." It was like the coolest thirty seconds of my life. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, being Bill fucking Murray is probably not a bad thing. I he even had that shitty divorce and people fucking still love him. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a shit. And the weirdest thing in the world is like when he first came on TV, he was seen as the replacement uh, for Chevy Chase, who America loved at the time, so they didn't embrace him. It took him to the end of the uh, season. And it's just the way that you're presented. You could go on there and be presented properly, um, where it looks like Lauren Michaels didn't do that for him. Or you could be pushed out there as stink nuts and become a fucking target. It's really for how you're presented. So interesting the way that'll go down. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Norman, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. Hey, man, I tell you what, man. His part in Kingpin, Bigger and McCracken, has got to be the best 
villain slash funniest damn character. I, I can't go bowling now without the standing there and fucking and hair. Yeah, <laughs> his hair in that movie and how it had a fucking life of its own was hysterical. Now, no one ever brings up that Will Ferrell seems to be basing all these tons of sports movies he's done on that part. It never gets the fucking correlation, but that was that first over-the-top guy who um, who goes out there. Let's go to uh, Carly, Lake Charles, your Fizz. Funny B, love yeah. you. Um, I wanted to say that one time I was listening to Lucianne Goldberg, and her she had a, a talk show several years ago, and she said she had begun to define her friends by people who liked Bill Murray and Lost in Translation and those who didn't. And if you didn't, you just had to go. <laughs> yeah, that would be an enemy to me. What? That would be an enemy, anybody That's who said... Too. yeah, You're on the enemies list. Wasn't that an, I mean, I love Sophia Coppola. I mean, she, she's amazing. But didn't you think that movie was just like... You were entranced while you watched it. Yeah, there was something about... And again, I don't know why the movie worked, you know? I mean, it was a slow movie. It went along. It just had to do whatever those uh, two people did together. But also the music was great in that movie. And when fucking Bill Murray was singing Roxy music, I felt like my... And I was like, oh, what do I got to fucking tell you? I've been trying to tell you guys about Roxy Music. You won't even fucking listen to me. And now Bill Murray's doing it. Uh, Bradley, you're on Running Fez. Hey, Ronnie B., how's it going? What do you say? Hey, uh, you know, one of his great roles, I thought, was in Ed Wood. You know, he played that uh, the character there with uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, he was hysterical. If was not for role. these gentlemen, I don't know what would have happened to me. Uh, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Todd, you're on Ron Fez. Hello? Yeah. Hey, it's Todd. Hey, you guys are missing the great movie Stripes. I left my ass off, off in that movie. Uh, we brought that up earlier on. Um, again, I'm fairly sure I would not have been a Stripes fan without with anybody else in it. Um... But remember the day we went and actually found that song that Murray was singing, that stupid song, with a bottle of brew, whatever that thing was from early on? Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie? Um, so there was a great article, and I think it was GQ about two months ago. It was an interview with, with Murray, because he doesn't give interviews ever. And it's this fantastic interview, and he talks about his career and what why he made all these choices and Everything and anybody who's a fan of him really has to check out this. It's all online. It's great. Um, thanks. Eight six six, Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six, Ron Zero Fez. Steve, Steve in Long Island. You're Ron Fez. Hey, good afternoon, boys. Yeah. Hey, I got two things. First off, small role, My Little Shop of Horrors, and bizarrely uh, funny. And uh, I share a birthday with Mr. Murray today. My birthday. Uh, happy boys. birthday, Big Steve. Thank you, man. Hey, peace. I wish today was my... Uh, if it wasn't my birthday today, I wish it would have been my half birthday. So I would feel like at least a half connection with uh, Bill Murray. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, Rich, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. The uh, best part about Bill Murray, I mean, he makes these small roles, and, and it gives the role instant credibility. Like, he played the lawyer in Fantastic Mr. Fox, and he just... He just carried that scene off so yeah. well, and it was just so perfect. 
Uh, and, you know, like we already brought up with Hicks. I don't know why he does about half the movies that he does. Uh, there's some list of, you know, movies that he was offered that he hasn't even responded to, you know, that other people, whether it was, you know, Eddie Murphy or Tom Hanks or people went on and did. And that, that Stripe song was Big Old Brew by Mel McDaniel. Just the Big Old Brew. Uh, but people like Michael Keaton made whole careers acting like him. I personally thought that uh, Tom Hanks was doing two people, Bill Murray when he started, and a Peter Rieger. I think he took Bill Murray and Peter Rieger, moved it together, and came into his own Tom Hanks mode. And I'm going to say that to him. I mean, only in the early on, before it became serious. All right, one film we didn't mention. He actually co-directed was Quick Change uh, with the great Randy Quaid, who Fez runs down yesterday just because he doesn't have a place to live. Um, what kind of clown are you? The one sat on the inside, I guess. And then there's that other thing where he just lets go of the balloon. So fucking funny. Yeah, he was also offered Forrest Gump. It's ridiculous. He was offered... I'm so fucking glad he didn't do that goddamn movie. Yeah. Well, he has, he has integrity. He's um, he was uh, one of the original choices for Batman that ended up going to Michael Keaton when they were thinking of uh, trying to remake it after the TV show and make it very camp. Um, are you glad he didn't do it, Fez? Yeah, I'm glad he didn't do it because I'm glad for the Batman franchise and I'm glad for Bill Murray. That may have been too silly. Or we might have laughed our ass off. Going, what about Bill? What about Batman? That was fucking hysterical. Um, Michael, you're on Ron and Fez. Ronnie, book, yeah. book show. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody mentioned it yet or not, but I thought Groundhog Day would have been dog shit without Bill Murray. Well, anybody I, else, it would have been a horrible movie. The chances are it would not have been a comedy, you know? If you would have put somebody else in there, if you look at it, it's a fucking Twilight Zone. And a brilliant Twilight Zone. And the guy never knows why he ends up in this fucking loop. You know, he's just stuck in this fucking strangeness. Um, Chad Dukes, when he called earlier, brought up about talking with Harold Ramis uh, about that film. It's really, sincerely, a fucking brilliant film. That if you maybe put a serious actor in there, maybe people would have taken it more seriously. But the fact that it's that damn funny and still this like psychological and philosophical fucking brilliant film is unbelievable. Um, Jay, you're on Run Fez. What about the best Christmas movie of all time, Scrooged? Um, my favorite part of that is when he goes, you got anything to say, little man? Or does he call him Big Man, the little kid at the end? And then when he just, for no apparent reason, yells out, feed me Seymour. Um, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yes, Ron. How's it going, bud? I uh, just wanted to know uh, uh, your opinion. Should I actually watch Broken Flowers? I've never seen it. And that's the only Bill Murray that I've ever seen. I've I never... I like it. You might not like it as much because it's it's not a comedy and it keeps getting more and more depressing. I actually think that it's uh, brilliant. I think it's a fucking brilliant film. And another thing about Murray that I love is that he plays his age. 
through life. I always think that the best actors do. You know? When they don't, I could always just fucking, you know, I cringe through it. All right, we got to take a break here. Uh, you back on top of it now, Fez? Yeah, I think so. Top of the yeah. key? Yes, I am. What's that? Yes, I am. Oh, because when you say thank, what's that happen? It, uh, it, it's not committing. You want to come back and grab the reins? Yes. All right. What do you want to talk about when we get back? Uh, the uh, Brandon Jacobs and the helmet that went into the stands at, at, when they were playing the Colts on Sunday night. You got a whole new look at it? There's uh, Now there's uh, going to be trouble. Well, we expected that, right? Yeah, but uh, there's trouble from the guy who was going to have the who uh, had the helmet in his hands. And again, we expected it. Uh, he threw a helmet at the floor. It bounced into the stands. Why don't we make a bigger deal out of it than it needs to be? Um, all right, we'll be back with Fez's point of view. All right, his skewed point of view. Right after the jump, it's the Ron Fez show. Ronnie B, Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez, Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. Don't need not even notes. Give it. All you got. It's all time. Hey, number! Give it! Give it! Oh! Come on, say, hey! Come on, oh! Come on, say! Get on me, boy! It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Not could have been your role today, Fez, guy who says the phone number. Right, yeah. Why'd you turn that one down? Uh, I was afraid I was going to overdo it. Mm. Let me just hear you do it once. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, that's the toll-free phone number, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The only thing that I would change? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2010? We still got to tell people it's a toll-free phone number? Oh, yeah, probably not. Hmm. Try it again. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. If you want to give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Very smooth. I think you could be phone number guy, Fez. I'll consider it. All right, there's there's some consideration going on right now. The consideration may go into negotiation of whether or not Fez are go- is going to be a phone number guy. What's some of the considerations that have to go by? Compensation? Um, that would be nice, but uh, just... I don't want to overdo it. You don't want to overdo um, the phone number? I have a feeling if that's it's if a, I say it, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again, like constantly saying it. Could I help you with this? Yes, please. It, it is a toll-free number, so don't worry about anybody getting charged. Completely toll-free. I guess it's a selling point. What happens when you guess? It fucks me up. You don't need to work blue, Fuzzy. You're far too funny for that. And how are you ever going to run for public office if you're known as Potty Mouth McGee? You know who you want to be, right? Right. Who's that? Fez Watley. Nope. I want to be uh, uh, 
Johnny Skipper. Please pull that as a drop for me. And I'm only going to play it at home. But Fez saying that he wants to be Johnny Skipper. You really want to be Johnny Skipper? Hey, was that the name? I, I'm so fucked up today, I can't remember anything. What are you fucked up on? Um, I don't know whether it's the, the antibiotics. For, I don't for understand the, that. You told me the other day that you got high on that. Uh, you got weird on it. And I had it when I was in the hospital for my first appendix, uh, Citus. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has come back. So, I don't know. We're just going to start all over and just believe. Uh, but I, they were pumping it into my arm, and I never felt it one way or another. I get loopy and nauseous and, uh, and unfortunately, gassy. Okay. So, yeah. they. So, that's I, maybe that's why I'm having trouble remembering things today. Mm. Try the phone number again. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You want to give us a call? It's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You feeling a little more comfortable Yeah. in that role? Yep. Consideration starting to lean that way? I believe so, yeah. You believe so or you know so? Remember what your shrink to- told you. He wants you to commit, commit to an opinion. And why does he want you to do that? So that I don't leave myself out there hanging. Hmm? Um, David, North Carolina, you're on the Fez. I cannot believe Fess can't remember that he wanted to be shit Dick McGillicuddy. Uh, is that who you really want to be, Fess? I don't want to be shit Dick McG- uh, McGillicuddy. I don't think having a shit dick you is... You don't think? A- I know having a shit dick is not um, attractive. Hmm, that's weird for something that you have say that you're leaning towards. Um, those people are dirty. No, if anyone who has shit on their dick needs to have it cleaned off. Or maybe not get it there in the first place, huh? They're going to get sick. Yeah. They certainly shouldn't be able to get married in this country. Uh, Fez Watley, Tea Party. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You know where that comes from, right? That even term? Now, Now I'm figuring it out. You didn't know before? Nope. I want you to listen to a show that comes on at 6 o'clock every morning called Opie and Anthony. I think you'll get a, a kick out of them. They're amusing. Um, Chuck, you're on my Fez. Hiya, Fezzy. Fuck off. Are you going to come down to Florida for the turkey trot this year? I, I would only come down if it was your funeral. All right, we don't know. Is this the real Chuck Wagon or the fake one? I have no idea at this point. I think it's the real one, but I could care less if it's real or fake. I hate them all. Bunch of fucking fat asses. Why Why did that make you... <laughs> why is that always the one that makes you cry, the Chuck Wagon? It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know, but why does it make you cry? It's just, I, it's out of anger and frustration that he will not die. That they all just won't kill themselves. Well, that's not going to happen. I can, I can, uh, it's the only dream I have left. Really? You don't have any other dreams? That's it. Just everyone who tries to think they're funny, which they're fucking not, being chuck wagon, just, uh, you know, uh, in their cars, in the garage, door closed, motor running. 
This would have been the perfect place for you to throw in the phone number. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Right, you you had a piece of news for us today? Uh-huh. There was something you were going to do with us? Uh, are you okay, though? Because yeah. it seemed like you, it's in the throat or what? Um, Frank, Frank, you're on a fist. Hi, guys. Enjoy the show. Yeah. I wanted to bounce a topic off of your uh, think tank there about this uh, Dream Act that's been attached to the wheelbarrows of money for uh, military spending that's going down today and see what you thought about it and your listeners. Uh, what's the DREAM Act? We don't know what you're talking about. The DREAM Act is basically um, a Harry Reid push for amnesty for illegal immigrants, children, and some of those types that are in our country right now as we go down the tubes uh, financially. Uh, at some point, something has to uh, come up because you have all these people in this country. Obviously, no one's there, there's not a huge thing to deport them, so they're staying in for decades. Um and working. At some point, we're going to have to, to pull this thing together. Just maybe now, um, if we could just be honest with ourselves and stop lying to ourselves. Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I didn't want to tell shit this. Now he knows how the listeners feel. How's that? Like we just, people trying to be funny and they're not. Why don't they just die? Um... Fezzy, the shit dick thing. Uh-huh. You're just coming to uh, understand what that means. Yeah, I didn't. I it see it should have been obvious, but it mm. wasn't to me. And that makes you upset. I'm just pretty slow. And um, now that you think about it, do you hate the shit dicks? No. And you don't think they should go immediately wash their dicks off? Um. Not if that's what they enjoy. Uh, let's go on to Dwayne. See if Dwayne wants to pick it up from here. Oh, Jesus, what a setup, Ronnie. Thank you. Mm. Are you talking about a little ass to mouth action, cleaning the dick off? Interesting point, Fuzzy. Are you, are you a fan of that? Not personally. Mm. Not eating shit. No, no, not a fan of that. So uh, you would think uh, the ass to mouth shouldn't happen that way. If other people enjoy it, that's fine, and not for me. You're personally not interested. I'm not interested in getting shit in my mouth. Never would do a rim job? It would have to be really, really clean. Mm. Like on a corpse? I don't know how clean that is. There's probably formaldehyde leaking out. Um. I wonder why you want to. I wonder why your dream is to go in that direction when then the whole thing just repulses you. Hicks, this one surprise you at all about Fezzy? Very much so. Yeah. I can't believe you want to eat some ass. I know. Particularly when that seems to be the direction. Fucking dive in there, man. Yeah. I think, um, I hope he doesn't hear uh, anything um, about a piss mouth. That might even turn him off in that direction. Drink a little pee. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Randy in St. Louis, you're on running Fez. Hey, uh, Fezzy, I know you're having a bad day there, bud, but it's going to get worse if you don't watch your sugar. You're going to get, you start talking about having a shit dick when uh, some high antibiotics you're taking 
going to give you a yeast infection. I'm diabetic also, and man, when it starts dripping out and hurting real bad on your pecker, that'll really cheer you up. Now, should Fez eat more sugar or less? I never understand yeah. the sugar diabetes. Does it mean you're not getting it? honey buns will really help with that. So, when... Because you think sugar diabetes it comes from eating too much sugar, right? Right. And then, but they're always telling people, "Well, eat something sweet." So I never understand how the diabetes works. Uh, have you ever looked into your own disease, Fez? Yeah, that's two different kinds of diabetes. The ones that need sugar is the uh, first kind of diabetes. Um, so which do you have? I have the second kind, type two. So you you're told to not eat something that's sugary, right? So I if stay... you if you get sick, eat some salt. You would think that would work out, right? You would, that seems like the theory. Have a have a salt lick for shit, Dick. Got it. Which might be a pretty interesting bio name. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Uh, Joe, you're on the Fez. Stink nuts. Stink nuts. When stink nuts going to show up? And take some of this heat off Fez. Hey, I got a question for Fez. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. Would you swallow cum or spit it out? Uh, that's really nobody's business. But disgusting thought, right, Fez? I think it's got, uh, you know. I mean, it's right up there with shit when you think about it. I think shit's probably dirtier than cum. Mm. Probably going to have more disease and bacteria in it. I hate to tell you this, but remember what your shrink said about the things. Yeah. You want to die Yeah, I'm an it. idiot. That's the only time that it seems like you're able to be definite when it's turning inside. Yeah, I don't know why I can't follow that. Maybe try giving the uh, phone number. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hold it, hold it together. The grills see you. Uh-huh. The grills are watching. I'm good. Um, uh, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, you know who's big fans of licking asses? O&A. They talk about it all the time. Uh, does that surprise you, Fez? A little bit, yes. Why is that? Well, I mean, I, you know, tasting shit. I don't know... Uh... Everyone that would be so thrilled about that. You don't think every ass has shit on it. And if you do, you might need to start working on wiping. Um, Hicks, do me a favor. Call HR and see if they still have that tape on wiping. Will do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the name of it is an ass clean enough to eat off of. That might be the thing that uh, freaks you out, Fizz. Uh, Todd in Florida. You're on Fez. Hey, Fez. Uh, part of your problem is that you never know exactly what you have. Uh, type 1 and What do I have, doctor? Well, type 1 and type 2 diabetes are the same thing. One doesn't need sugar. One is... It's the type 1 diabetes that when they go into insulin shock, they need something sweet like a piece of candy or some orange juice. Yes, that's exactly what happens, you idiot. Please don't anyone listen to this man. He could kill somebody. He could kill someone. Please, step away. You have no idea, dude. Die. All right, hold on. What What is the difference between the two, then? And what kind of spez have? early onset 
It involves your pituitary gland. It's not uh, creating insulin. You have to have a pump. The other one can be regulated with pills and diet from being a fat ass. All right, so what, what, why do the people, if, since the people don't need uh, something sweet when they go into insulin shock, what, then what's that all about? Genius. Well, you don't go into insulin shock. I don't. I'm not type 1. So it's not that you don't need something sweet or you need something salty. Mine stays up too high. Some people's can go really too low. And that's where, that's where trouble comes in. Um, let's go to uh, Brandon. You're on Manifest. Yeah. Hey, Yeah. Uh, got an idea on your phone number there. Maybe a little something as a uh, pick me up for Fez. Uh, instead of eight six six Ron Zero Fez, you could say Ron Zero Fez One. God damn it, Fez! How did you start beating me? All in one call, I guess. What do you mean? Just that guy brought it up. That's the only way. You need something sweet right now? No, nah, I don't think so. What about a pie? Hicks, have a pie ready at all times for Fez. It sounds very good. Okay. Uh, Ryan in St. Louis, you're on running Fez. Let's go on to Derek in Montana. You're on running Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, type 2 diabetes is insulin resistant. Right. So your body is making the insulin. It's just it's resistant. Type 1, the pancreas doesn't make the insulin. That other guy's retarded. So who's right, Fez? Yeah, Fez is right, of course. How are you feeling about that, Fez? I knew I was right. Do you hope to one day get uh, type 1 insulin or type 1 diabetes? No, that seems even more deadlier. I might be... I'm going to say something that may be controversial. I like to see those people hunted down and killed. That's the ones controversial. That need insulin. Uh, they freak me out. I don't think of them as humans. A human um, uh, produces insulin. To me, that is the number one thing of humanity. If I was a doctor and I was checking to see if someone was a human, I would say, do they produce insulin? That is bottom line. And that's why it drives me crazy that these unnatural freaks get to vote, get to marry, and get a driver's license. And yes, I don't know if we should have them all killed, but I would like to see them put into some kind of insulin zoo where they couldn't hurt the rest of us. Well, work camps. What kind of work are they going to do? They can't make insulin. Um, Paul, you're on running Fez. Yeah, when you said Fez, don't cry, the girls are watching, did you mean Pepper and Ruskin? Yeah. And oh, all right. um, I said grills, first of all. In honor of uh, the unmasked that we're doing in just a uh, a little while with Reggie Watts, which uh, Hicks, what is that thing that Reggie Watts plays? It's called a loop pedal. Do me a favor, make sure I have my own fucking loop pedal so that I can be now and then lay that fucking thing. Is he the guy who did? Don't worry, be happy. No, he 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 did not do that song. So they're all different guys. Yeah, they're different people. Okay, fuck it. This is the kind of shit I need to know. Uh, so we're doing 
unmasked today, unmasked tomorrow. Now I find out doing an unmasked on Friday, uh, which will wrap in uh, with a biography the gentleman has coming out. And this should be an exciting one. Uh, Pat Cooper. Pat Cooper is agreeing to come in and be unmasked on Friday. And always uh, excited about that. Now, the mention already went out on Unmasked Show. Unmasked Show on Twitter. And that's why we tell you to be following Unmasked Show. Because that's how we're going to start letting people know first. So, uh, if you're not already signed up, head on over there. Sign up, but Pat Cooper, in a one-hour sit-down, talking about his uh, life, I have the feeling this one could get a little emotional. Occasionally, uh, Pat gets passionate about things. So, unmasked show uh, for the great Pat Cooper on Friday... Always am I comfortable. Uh, I'm always happy when we get a guy who's been around a long time. And I'm going to say I want to get this down for historical purposes in case anything happens. Not that I know anything, but really. Could we do this in five years or ten years? Let's make sure we get the Pat Cooper interview. Um, Tom, you're on Fez. Fezzy, do you want a piece of cake? See, it's Come always on, being forced on people. It's always on. being forced. Uh, not everybody follows every break, Fez, so you always, uh, you know, want to go back and pick that up. Um, Mike, Chapel Hill. Mike. Hey, hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Fez, what do you think is more dangerous, eating a pound bag of sweet tarts or eating out Chuck Wagon's ass after a turkey trot? I would say the sweet tarts. So eating out uh, Chuck Wagon's ass would be a, a good thing. Tim in Cleveland, you're on Run Fez. Uh, Jim, uh, that guy that was talking about the pituitary gland producing insulin or regulating it was mm. so far off base. Let's just say this about diabetes. We don't know what it is or where it comes from. Obviously, these people are too goddamn lazy to make their own insulin. And that's why my dad wanted to keep the diabetics out of our neighborhood. Uh, because two reasons. They don't make their own insulin, and then they put cars up on blocks and uh, don't take care of it. And he goes like this. Those diabetics aren't going to fix those fucking cars. They just want to live like that. Then what happens to our house value? Um, Scott, you're on Run Fez. They may not produce insulin, but they do all have appendages. Scott, I have a half of one that I've just found out oh, shit, um, is damaged. And I know you meant it as a joke. I mean, obviously, there's no way that you Try knew that my appendicitis came back. But if anything happens to me, Scott, you won't be able to live with yourself. You'll probably end up like Judas, hanging yourself. Because you can make insulin. I make plenty. My body just doesn't absorb it. Where do you make it at, then? In my pancreas. All right, so you make it in your body. Yeah. And then your body doesn't want it. And then it says, no. This, this seems like an easy thing for you to figure out. Call a fucking meeting. Um, I'm looking, and it's type 2 diabetes? Right. It. I'm looking at this online, and it says that you can pick up 
by diabetes from orally taking in uh, feces. So that shit-eating thing that you worry about could be it. And you say, in your future, there will be no rim jobs. No. All right, I'm just going to do this for you. Just with my hand, try to make like a tiny asshole, and can you do it? All right. All right, I'm having trouble here. See, that's what... The asshole fist wet my mouth. That's why you have to be careful, Fez, because that asshole grip right down on that tongue and pull it. It snapped down on me. Yeah, that's why. Um, by the way, uh, and I just got this from my hand, you're really going to have to do something about those beard stalks before you're going to be able to get to another human being. Because his hair is like little pieces of, like, shards of glass. And now I'm worried about hand boils. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Phil in California. Ron, you're the man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Fez, I think your happiness slash self-esteem problem might be from you working around a bunch of people much more talented and funny than you. Have you ever considered trying to get a part-time job at, like, a dive bar? Where do you work? Maybe I could go there. Maybe there's well, something along your lines, because I know this was a hysterical call. Fuzz, we got to take a break, um, because we ran a little late today. Phone number. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Right back. Wrap up the show. Ron Fez. Ron Fez on the virus. What's up with it, Vanilla Face? Uh, me and my homie Azamat just parked our slab outside. We're looking for somewhere to post up our black asses for the night. So uh, bang bang, uh, skid skid, we're just a couple of pimps, no hoes. We're on a face show, wrapping this one up. Uh, just made this announcement for Friday, another Unmasked, this time with Pat Cooper. Pat Cooper has a biography coming out on his life. What's the name of it? Do you know, Fez? Um, I will get that for you. Pat Cooper story? I think it's Why Am I Still Here, but I will check that. Mm. Uh, speaking of Why Am I Still Here, look who it is, Stalker Patty. Um, Patty, you seem to have made a new friend today, huh? You got to turn her mic on, Fezzy. Thanks, Big Cat. Um... So you made a new friend today, Rustin, the intern. <laughs> oh, I met him. <laughs> I don't really know him. <laughs> I will just say, and bring uh, send Rustin in to me. Patty said to Rustin, "Girl, do you like cougars?" Which I thought was a perfect line. Uh, Rustin, you have any um, knowledge about cougars? Uh. Only what I've read on Tommy Z's website. Yeah. Outside of that, no, not really. Um, by the way, Pat Cooper's book is called How Dare You Say How Dare Me. Uh, and you can pre-order that. And save. Going over to patcooper.com. Uh, uh, and you thought the, the title was what, Fez? Why Am I Still Here? Okay. Must be someone else's book I'm thinking of. It may be. Um, by the way, how are you doing with the, the opening? I'm doing good. I'm still I'm still working out the kinks, but uh -huh. I think it's going to be great. Great idea. I'm a big kinks fan. Okay, good. Work some kinks mu mu music into that. Uh, Patty, you're coming to tomorrow's Unmasked, right? Yeah. 
Um, when you arrive here, uh, Rustin will be the one who shows you to your chair. So it gives you another opportunity. <laughs> okay. Almost like a Mrs. Robinson thing. You ever watch The Graduate? Yes, I have a couple times. Remember when Rustin said to you, um, Stalker Patty, are you trying to seduce me? No. Yeah. <laughs> no Hicks, this might do. be one of those things for you and grab that theme from The Graduate and all. What is it about Patty that's captured you, Rustin? I don't know. Uh, she's got an essence. When she walked into SiriusXM, everybody turned to look. So. Is that right? I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so this song is before you meet her. This is why you're yeah. still uh, in the pool. Um, would you guys ever like to remake uh, a, a radio version of The Graduate with me uh, directing? I guess so. It would be fun. It would be exciting. It, it would be only acting, though. Yeah, it would yeah. be. I'm in 100%. Uh, you'll play the Dustin Hoffman part. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Patty, uh, you're going to be uh, Mrs. Robinson. Fez, I got you as Bob Wiley. Uh, from your favorite film, um, What About the Insulin, which I think is exciting. <laughs> and in this, Fez, and I'm going a whole different way, you're missing a leg. Okay. Uh, which I just found out is part of it. And we are actually going to take the leg off. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something a little different too, Patty. Mrs. Robinson this time is also going to be addressed as a stormtrooper. So... Excitement levels come up. Rustin, I need you to get a tattoo sleeve. Okay. And because visually this thing is going to go to places it's never went before. Um, also, Patty, in the different, I'm going to need you to drop the N-bomb from time to time. Uh, because this is an edgy, dark comedy. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So don't, you know, you're going to get a hate mail for this. Uh, also, and this is when The Graduate takes place in, uh, because it took place during the Vietnam War, yeah. this one's taking place in Red China, so I'm going to tape everybody's eyes back and go in, and go in from that direction. Oh, all right. <laughs> so excited for this? Excited. <laughs> you don't think, Rustin is 19 years old, you don't think you're a little too old for him, Patty? Of course I am. <laughs> but you'd still be willing if, you know, to seduce him? No, I wouldn't do that to somebody like that. Why not? No, I want to go... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not that kind of a lady. No, you're not. You're a nice no. lady. But in terms of the film, you're going to have to. In The Chinese Graduate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Does you know your lines? Well, I'm Bob Wiley, I'm missing a leg, and I'm in China. Let me hear the opening that you've got planned so far. Have you got the production values on that? Uh, no, I don't have that. Well, just uh, give me what you have so far. I need music, everything. It's The Graduate, starring... Uh, that's not going to be the opening. The opening is for the Ron Fez show. <laughs> oh, I think Did you already know that, film. Rustin? Yeah, I kind of picked that up. All right, no. so follow his lead. Two race cars. He changes the lane. What do you do? I change, too. And if he... Turns? Mm-hmm. Then what? Then I turn. So that's where you want to be with that? Because the track would be going the same direction. I would crash if I didn't. Well, what if it's an 8-track? 
then I would probably just uh, eject it. Huh? Eject the 8-track tape. Oh, no, no, not the tape. The track itself would be like a figure 8. Oh, okay. You've never seen those? Yeah. Yeah, the figure 8, I understand. So, yeah. Because so- I didn't say figure? 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Patty, you're coming in tomorrow's Unmasked, but you're here today. Yeah. Uh, sleepover? Trying to get here early for great seats? <laughs> no, no. I haven't seen anybody in a long time. It's great to see you. you got a new barrette. Everything seems to be happening in your life. And uh, you told me that maybe there's a chance that you'll change uh, stores. Yeah. Might be transferred over to Rockefeller Center. Why is that? Why do you want to work closer to Alc Baldwin? (laughs) No, no. Yeah, it's just I've been in the same place for over four and a half years, and I think I want to try a different change of environment and a different type of... Coffee? Well, no, no, it's the same coffee, but a different clientele, you know, different people, try to get to know new people. Because most of the baristas, they've, by the time they've been there, like the same amount of time I've been there, they've changed over to two or three stores. I've never transferred before, so this is like a first experience. You're not a barista. Yes, I am. Oh, you are. So, so why are the other baristas getting these opportunities to move up a little bit in the business and you haven't? Oh, I don't know. It's not anything to do with moving up or promotion. A lot of times they uh, switch to different stores that need people. And what you know. what what store is it that you work in? I work at uh, the one in Hell's Kitchen but by Forty Third Street. But what's the brand? What's the store that you work? It's Starbucks. All right. Now, Patty told me something interesting about Starbucks coffee, no. and I don't go there. I don't know whether you do, Rustin. No. But she said every coffee at Starbucks. Gets a little battery acid, and if someone says that I'm in a hurry, you drop a little spit in there? No, I don't. You, you would <laughs> that never... is not true. But I mean, if they were mean to you, would you? Nope. You just smile and say, have a nice day, and yeah. you serve their coffee as if they were friendly with you. The and when same they, way. If they ever drank, do you ever say this? And enjoy the pube. Your way of you don't you know you don't give me shit. No, I mean I've had customers come in that were in a bad mood, and uh, uh, I just talk it up to maybe they woke up on the wrong side of the bed, maybe they got, they had a problem at their job, maybe they got stuck in traffic, and I just look at it at that, and I just treat them the same way as I do, you know, like the friendly people. That's right. You have to be professional about that. So if sometimes uh, you have to fart on a pastry that's going that's your way (laughs) but if you mean it if they were mean if they were mean to you if they're mean well the customer is always right and you still give them the same respect Mm. whether they're mean or not what if the customer is always right what if the customer said i like 9-11 i'm going to make it happen again would that customer be right no that now in that case at that case you never go against your country (laughs) no okay what if he yelled out there is no god well, I think there is. <laughs> I believe there is, too. But here's yeah. where my beliefs are different. I believe he's a diabetic. <laughs> and he really is not feeling well. Um, Mark, Austin, Ron Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to volunteer to play the role of uh, Chuck Wagon in this, uh, in this little play you guys are doing. Do not make Fez upset again. 
Hi, Fuzzy. Say, don't Fuzz. Don't. What an absolute loser. Hey. It's absolutely sad. Don't talk about Aww. someone from Austin like that. Come on. Um, it's pathetic. By the way, our good friend G-Baby, no. Jermaine Lassier, is on his way to Austin right now. Oh, Fantastic Fest is this week. Uh, Fantastic Fest. And I told him he could stay at your mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> um, Whoa. And actually, the way I said it, he, I said, you can stay with Hot Mom. Oh, really? Is yeah. that her name now? Okay. Um, we never saw the picture of your dad, which I have the feeling that he's gay for leaving Hot Mom. Um, yeah, you mean to pull up a picture of him? I'm trying yeah. To find something. I don't know. If, I don't even know if he has a Facebook, but maybe he does. You have a Facebook, Patty? I sure do. Yeah. Yep, I got about eight hundred eighty-five friends. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. And I just went up to four hundred and ten followers, and I don't. So, Whoa! I, you know, and I don't advertise myself either you or don't. say friend me follow right. i don't do anything like that it's for people's free will you so, know what you, you know. don't have to do that you know yeah. why it's because you're an unbelievably cool that's oh. the difference between you and most people well thank you um 866 ron zero fez 866 ron zero fez uh sean you're on the run of fez show hey ronnie b how are you brother great my friend Listen, Fez, man, you there? Yes, right here. What can I do for you? Brother, you are a fucking radio legend. You are Fez Marie Watley. Don't take no fucking shit from any of these hack jabronis. Stand up and be counted. You're part of the best fucking radio show ever on the radio, and always remember that, bro. Now, Fez, why can't this be the little voice in your head? Uh, my little voice uh, fights back with that one. Well, have it beat. What's your little voice say to you? Uh, my little voice says that uh, you stink, you suck, you're an idiot, you're very stupid. All right, well, let's try it this way, and I'll be you and you be the little voice, okay? Uh-huh. Hey, everybody, I want to get to that piece that you're I said I was going to do. People what? are going to hate that. Well, excuse me? People are going to hate it. How do you know? Because people hate you. Well, you think you're better? Then you yeah. do it. Go ahead, little voice. Let's hear you do it. Say you got nothing. I'm the one driving this train, not you. And because of you, I never got a chance to do my news piece uh, now that we're at the end of the show. But next time I will. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and damn Chuck Wagon likes me. <laughs> um, Patty, thanks so much for coming in today. Oh, and you're I'm welcome. A little nervous with you being with Rustin. Uh, <laughs> Nothing Rustin, to that's worry your dad? about. Yeah, that's him and my little brother. That's the only picture he has on the Facebook. He's very excited. Yeah. Uh, you should have stayed with your mom. Your mom is definitely too good looking for your dad, and is also his shirts dirty or sweat stained. I, I actually think that's at a that's at church camp with my little brother. So I think they've probably been having a long day <laughs> worshiping. Um, yay, church! <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody else what to do, but it doesn't seem like. The word church camp to me would be the worst. Yeah. Uh, Patty, you agree or disagree? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> you just don't know it all? No. <laughs> I didn't. That actually works, doesn't it? When you just go, I don't know. Go to your own show. <laughs> Patty, I sincerely hope that you get into the Rockefeller Center. Starbucks. Oh, I believe when, I will. When do we hear? Well, I'll know within a couple of weeks what's going on because the fact is that manager's on vacation, but mm -hmm. the assistant manager likes me. And You'll be uh, making Tina Fey's coffee, Jimmy Fallon's coffee, 
Um, well, yeah. I mean, there's two other Starbucks in the whole area, right. too. You but know, at the same time, if at the Today Show, Mr. Brian Gumbel needs some coffee, uh, and I think he's still hosting the Today Show, yeah. you'll be the one who gets it for him. Yeah, and he'll be treated like any other customer. <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. <laughs> he'll be treated with the same respect that I Bing! give to all customers. Here's a pube for you, Mr. Gumbel. <laughs> What's the biggest tip you ever got? Uh, one guy let me keep the $17 change that he was supposed to get. <laughs> Bank robber, drug dealer, what was he? Nah, I don't know what he was, but Maybe. it was very nice of him. I put it in the tip bowl. Oh, for everybody to share? Yeah, because yeah. we share all the tips. Yeah, but you didn't palm it, just stick it down the back no, of your I, pants? No, I would not do that, it's, no. You know why? Yeah. You have ethics. Yes. Pat Cooper, Unmasked on Friday. Go over to Unmasked Show. Um, guys, you want to give out the phone number one more time? And remind people not to call. It's the end of the show. Don't call this number right now till tomorrow. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And why not call? No one will answer it. Right, we're here. <laughs> but we're not going to talk to you because the show is over. We'll take your calls after the show just to see how it works out. Oh, one more thing. Real important. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>